Hello, this is Anaru, the GM PM Deem of Not a Scratch. Um, this is very off the cuff. I'm just doing this uh, with no notes or anything. I normally have some sort of script in front of me. But uh, this is a Q&A episode. You can tell by the fact that it's uh, titled that way and it's very, very long. And I completely understand uh, if you guys aren't able to listen to the entire thing. This is just answering questions that uh, our community had about Arc 1 as a whole. Questions about us, I guess. I I insist, though, if you guys are interested, go ahead and listen to the entire thing. But uh, I completely understand. I just want to make sure I have this little quick disclaimer in before the episode begins. Uh, just saying, you know, there is no midsection in this. It's just straight two, and two hours of stuff. Um, it's also a live thing. We did this uh, in our Discord, which you should join. There is a uh, link in the description and on our Twitter page. Um, so we, we did this completely live. Uh, we had a list of questions submitted to us on Discord and on Twitter, and we just went through and answered them. Some people added some questions in between. You can tell because the way the style and all that is very different from what we normally do. It's not as uh, edited. It's kind of just all three of us talking over each other like normal instead of a more uh, structured episode. Um, I'm going through my list right here. Just make sure. Uh, so you can follow us on Twitter at notascratchcast or email us as well at notascratchcast at gmail.com if you have any cool ideas you want to add to the podcast or just want to reach out to us. Uh, we mentioned the Discord. That's in the description below. Um, most of the background music is tabletop audio, uh, and I'll list all of the different uh, specific tracks in the description of this episode as well because there are a lot of them. Um, there are a few Glitchak City songs, uh, namely Kirby's Dreamland, and then whichever ones are mentioned during... Uh, the ep during their moments, so I'll talk about like Snow Song and then um, talk about those. Uh, those are Glitchek City. Um, going through here, uh, there is still time to enter in the giveaway that ends at the end of the month, September 30th. Uh, so if you guys are interested in going into that, uh, there's a tweet on our Twitter that talks about it. If you like that tweet, retweet, comment. Those are three entries. Follow our Twitter and follow me at Adurin Region. That is A-H-D-U-R-I-N Region. And that's another entry. Uh, going to Discord and reviewing the podcast also adds additional entries. So I would recommend doing those as well. Uh, we're giving away a couple of plushies of Machop, Trico, and then First Place is actually getting both of them. So this is just a way of saying thank you. Uh, this is me personally now just saying thank you so much for all the support you've given us for the past couple of months. It's been an exciting project. And as you'll see, we get very mushy in this episode. Um... But yeah, thank you very much. Um, if you are unable to get to the entire part of the episode, but you are able to see this first couple of minutes, uh, I will say there is a sort of special episode thing planned that I want to do without these two guys, without Muhammad and Mansoor. Uh, that's an interesting idea. Stuff is in the works in the background. We talk about this later on in the Q&A, but uh, just in case you aren't able to listen to the entire thing, I'm mentioning this now. So that's something that's in the works. You can look forward to that sometime around Halloween-ish. Uh, I'm getting all the like scripts and ideas and stuff like that built up in my head right now. And then I'll probably start recording that with people that I have in mind at uh, beginning of October-ish. And then we'll see what happens from there. Uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, thank you very much once again. I really appreciate all of you. We all appreciate all of you. And uh, let's get into the episode. The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook.
All right. This is usually the stage when we record an episode where we don't really record yet. And so we're just kind of riffing off of each other. That's where our intros come from. This, yeah, this, wait, this is where the wait, intros whoa, whoa, whoa. A concept of us hanging out as friends before we start doing something? That's weird. Oh my god. Crazy. Ew, I'm gross. usually eating something, and right now it's Kit Kats. So, sorry. I've actually been craving Kit Kats for a hot minute. Uh, can we take like a 15 minute pause? Can you come over here and deliver some Kit Kats, please? That would be great. No! These are my Kit Kats. Manto, you're ruining the chat. By eating Kit Kats? Yeah, because now everyone wants Kit Kats. I'm sorry. Go Puff. <laughs> Order some. I don't know. Go puff? You go puff Kit Kats. No, no, no. I went to Target. <laughs> I went to Target last week and I was getting a bunch of stuff and I got Kit Kats on the way. Okay, because, like, if you go puff Kit Kats, I was going to have some questions. Namely, entropy? Question mark? I've done it before. <laughs> I didn't do it this week, but I've, I've go puff Kit Kats before in the past. But, like, just Kit Kats? Guys, we can't talk about food. I mean, people. Uh, so, Jenny, go puff is kind of like a. How would you describe it? It's like a food delivery service here in the U.S. It's like Grubhub, but for snacks. Um, yeah, by yeah, the way, like, uh, convenience yeah. store in general. Um, Delivery convenience store named GoPuff for reasons that I'm probably not allowed to say on uh, on the, on this uh, recording. Yeah, by the way, this is live, so all those errors that we make, if any of you guys curse... Uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, I think it's okay. It won't be in the final recording, but I, I will be very transparent. Yeah, yeah y'all are getting the unfiltered. Because I really want to talk about now. the first time I cursed on the podcast, which is very funny. Um, oh, God. Oh, you remember that? I don't remember, I remember that, that very well. <laughs> I remember right, the episode. Um, I don't even think this episode's having an intro, so whenever we get to, whenever we want to talk. We are we not swap. doing the hello, everyone? It has to be. I mean, we, we have will. To. We, we're not doing like an intro, like a little tidbit about how we talk about how, I don't know, uh, pen ink is disgraceful compared to pencil ink and that somehow oh, ends yeah, up being a little like segment a beforehand or Pen something. Pencil yeah. ink? Pencil oh, ink, graphic, that's right. Bro. See, okay, alright. Just wanted to make sure who you're... No, 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 of course, of course, makes sense. I just wanted to make sure who you're right. Um, so, if you guys are ready, we can start the actual, like, hello, my name is... Yeah, Scott. I'm ready for that. Okay. We already have our... Even if we did need an intro, we have it with the Kit Kat talk, so it's fine. Oh, gosh. Uh, cool. Uh, so, with that being said, uh... We'll get started with the. Re See, I feel weird because there are people watching this. Guys. Just say dive on in already. Just say it. Well, that's that's not what I say now. But this um, isn't the dive on in bit. Come on just now. Stay the line. <laughs> this is what we do all the time. All right, uh, we get started in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Not a Scratch, the only podcast out here that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host, your GM, your PM, your DM, Anaru himself, and with me here, reading the Pokemon Sinnoh handbook. It's me. Mansoor. Uh, I also, uh, fun fact, while I'm recording, I'm often, I often have Bubblepedia on a separate page because I don't know what, I do, what anything is. Um, and with me is someone who reads the word live as live every time. It's, it, it's me, Muhammad. English is dumb. Why are words not pronounced the way they're spelled? It's stupid. Anyways, carrying on. <laughs> yeah, so how you guys doing? We are doing great. We're live, which is a new interesting experience. Yeah, no, yeah. this is fun. This is exciting. This has brought me out. I was on the I was on the cusp of a food coma before we uh, before we got started, and uh, the, the the jolt of energy has brought me out of it. Honestly, I'm just so hyped. Yeah. Um. Sorry if I'm if I'm pausing. I'm probably talking to the chat. By the way, uh, for all of you people listening to this after the fact and weren't in the live chat, don't worry. We'll do this again if this doesn't scar me. It it almost definitely will, but we will make him do it again. Yeah. Just, just, just so, just so everyone knows. Maybe 
we'll have to wait till the end of arc two for another Q and A episode. We'll see. We'll see what possibly. Happens. We'll, fi- we'll figure it out. We'll f- yeah, something will happen. Uh, I'm getting threats from the chat, so that's nice. Um, anyway, so this is the uh, Q and A episode where we got some cues and we're about to a them. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> so I have a list of questions here on an Excel document, the ideal place to look for questions. And uh, we'll just be going through them. Um, there are a lot of duplicates. I'll try to make sure I mention your name if uh, multiple people ask the same question. I apologize if I didn't uh, get your question on this Excel document I was going through and trying to look for everyone's, uh, both on Twitter and Discord. By the way, you should follow us on Twitter and Discord. Uh, and I think unless you guys have anything major to say, we can just start off uh, with the first questions. I think if people got questions like in the chat as we talk, also, feel free to just put them in there, and then we'll just respond. I think that's fine, too. Yeah, uh, yeah. so if you are in the chat right now, uh, and you have a question that just comes out of nowhere, for example, uh, if you comment about the way that I say Regigigas, and your shirt's Regigigas, or something like that, then go ahead and toss that into the chat, and uh, that will be a question that works. I don't know, are you guys ready? Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> I've yeah. been ready. People in the chat, we usually pause this long before we say anything, so... Yeah, uh, awkward Zoom silence extends to our recording sessions. It's great. It's almost like we don't actually know each other. We just kind of... Except we do, which is a problem. We're three actual friends. This isn't like a professor and two students are like, can anyone tell me what X is? And then just dead silence. To be fair, that that is literally... Uh, th- this is like... This isn't a spoiler per se, but we've been recording Arc 2, and there have been a lot of that exact moment. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> that reminds yeah. me as well. I should tell you, you two in particular, the people that, I'm, that I'm, I'm talking to right now, so not not y'all in the chat, not y'all listening afterwards, uh, Mansur Muhammad, if you end up spoiling part of Arc 2 during this thing, you're about to ruin it for all of these wonderful I, people in our chat. Yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm sealed, aware. Bro. I'm not going to say anything. We also, just, we also haven't recorded that much of Arc 2 yet, so... There's not that much I could spoil, even if I wanted to. We are more episodes in than I would I thought we would be at this point. So yeah. okay. Fair enough. Uh Kane, you get spoil. a bonus point. I won't spoil. Uh okay. Uh so I'm just gonna go by Discord name. I'm gonna go in order from when I wrote them down. So the earlier you ask the question, the more likely it is you will be first. If that makes sense. Um I apologize for art <laughs> I apologize, Fran, for spoiling the fact that there is an arc two. We mentioned uh, this in the season finale. <laughs> yes. The fact that there was more storylines. So, uh, okay. So let us get started with a nice uh, icebreaker one from Mr. Fudd uh, on Discord. He asks, uh, is one of Ralph's mom's sayings, an apple a day, keeps the cling clank away? I have to look up what a cling clank is. <laughs> Give me a second. I don't even think I'm We are one question in. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> It's, Guys, it's not, a, what I it's not a doctor Pokemon. Why? Why is this the? Is it? It is it's not. not it's not a doctor Pokemon. It is a bunch of cures. Yes. I don't. I don't understand it then. Well, listen. Okay, so you have to answer the question at this point. Um, this is a you question. I would assume no, just because if there was a doctor Pokemon, like a, like a Pokemon that looks like a doctor, Chansey. then like yeah, Chansey. Oh yeah, probably yeah, probably Chansey. How do you spell Chansey? Yes, there you go. Uh, yeah. You know what? She doesn't say a doctor, uh, an apple a day keeps the clink clank away. She says an apple a day keeps the chancy away. That's a, a much better quote. The real question is, what does Ralph's mom have against chancies in general? Like, 
Why? What, what, also, what did I, ever I, do? I think it's very stereotypical for, for us to assume that chances are the only Pokemon that can be doctors. Any Pokemon can be a doctor. But. No, listen, first of all, we had you with your comments about how like half the police force are growlless, and that was That's a big true. ordeal, so. Yeah. Oh, well. But yeah, that question, consider the question answered. Great. One down. I think we have like 25 questions or something like that. Amazing. Uh, so, uh, next question comes from Fran, who uh, has already commented about stuff in the chat. Uh, Fran asks, I don't know why I paused like that. Uh, is the story canon to any of the Mystery Dungeon games either location or story-wise? Uh, That's a question. Maybe see a cameo know. of one character of those games at some point. Um, yeah, hi, Fran. Uh, is the story canon to any of the Mystery Dungeon games? Mm, that's a good question. Um, no. Technically, no. Uh, the, yeah, technically, this is a different world with that just happens to also have Mystery Dungeon things. Will we see cameos? Cameos aren't exactly the right word. References, maybe? I think I've already have... I've been dabbling with uh, references recently. So, for example, the fact that Kangaskhan is the shopkeeper sort of it goes along the line that Kangaskhan is the storage person, which I realized very early on that I made incorrectly. But, um... There are other sort of things, like Kecleon being the big uh, rich people shop thing that goes with uh, one of the Kecleons always selling TMs and orbs and stuff like that. Uh, so, is the story canon to the Mystery Dungeon games? No. You might see references to some of them. You might see uh, different aspects of the. If you go back through the original arc, you'll see small references to them. I think I'm doing a lot more, especially in, in Arc 2, there are a few more references that have already been done, which I don't know if these guys have picked up on yet eventually there will be even more so um yeah that, that hopefully that answers your question i've never played any of the mystery dungeon games so if any of those happen they just fly right over my head you've um, never played any of the pokemon games yeah i've only I've, i think i mentioned this in arc zero episode zero the only pokemon game that i have played is pokemon go and that's it um so yeah so i don't know anything about it so what do you want to try yeah muhammad have you played uh, any of the mystery dungeon games uh I have started Red Rescue Team so many times and have never finished it. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, it's a very, it's a very uh, specific. And uh, they tagged me, so I have, I have to respond. Um, they asked, uh, all right, serious question, Mansoor, playing Ralph. Why a Pokemon podcast then? So, like, I, I like Pokemon. Like, I think that's a fair statement to say. Um, the problem is, not the problem, the, the thing is, like, I just don't know that much about it. But also, I love TTRPGs, and I like doing acting voice work clearly um so that's why i just decided to be on board with this but yeah i enjoy it very much and i think it's also very funny and fun for me to not know what's going on half the time and to have to keep looking up what pokemon are and look like so i can get a good image but yeah to that's, fair, that's, that's me really to be fair that's me with any pokemon after gen like after gen 5 so that's, yeah yeah out of us three i'm the one that knows the most only because i keep myself trying to know the most I actually care on, like, these guys. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I'm just here for the free food. <laughs> I'll send you your KitKat shipment very soon. <laughs> I expect the delivery today. I hope you realize this. All right, maybe. All right, what's the next question, Andrew? Uh, so the next question uh, also comes from Fran. Again, I'm just going in order, so Fran just uh, sent a bunch to her way. Uh, we've seen multiple items, but I don't remember listening to orbs or looplets. Do they exist? Uh, we eventually got there. Because uh, this was sent before we used the first orbs and started talking about that. So orbs do exist. Looplets do not. Partly because 
looplets are sort of like the IQ skills, or I tried to incorporate that into it, uh, which these guys have blatantly disregarded. Uh, I don't think they. I think they completely forgot IQ skills existed I've until never about used like IQ that. skill. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, we haven't accrued many points with which to get many useful IQ skills. Well, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, I have noticed if you scroll up a while in school, and I think it's school cafeteria. If you scroll up a while, there are a lot of comments and questions about why you sold the gummy. Yes, uh, yes. We we will we will address that in time. That's a question. <laughs> that, that's a question that I know is coming up. We'll address that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so stick around in the episode. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, next question also comes from Fran. How do you define regional variants in this world, like the uh, Alolan Sand Slash, uh, or Alolan Sand versus regular Sand Slash and things like that? That's a good question, and I don't think we've officially... I don't Have you guys... You guys, as of right now, have not met any uh, regional variants or things like that? I do know yeah, that... Have. No, you haven't. Yeah, so, we have. Uh, it's payday, dude. Oh, they they, they have. Hey, it's just all the variants of Meow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Look, I, the, things have been uh, stressful recently. Um, I I think okay, so that must be why I was thinking about this because I was I was writing down answers to these next to them. Um, uh, the the regional variants. I think I just say they're Alolan and things like that. Uh, there's no real difference. But yeah, so uh, regional variants are they do exist. They're just. Uh, as we've mentioned before, because Team Payday does exist, uh, and which I didn't write down, which is disappointing because I've gotten to know them really well since this question was asked. But uh, I I do know uh, that they just are what they are, and uh, I don't really I don't I don't distinguish them by saying like this is the dark meowth versus the normal meowth or things like that. They're just Alolan. It makes it simpler for us. It makes it simpler for these guys that uh, they haven't experienced regional variants nearly as much as I have. So. Uh, it's it's along those lines. Did you get my? Did you get what I what I want to say? But I don't know if it's a yes. Spoiler. Say, saying that, basically reiterating the fact that regional vari regional variants exist and that we meet more regional variants isn't a spoiler. Okay, <laughs> sure. So I'll say it. So, we meet. Yeah. yeah, we do meet. I think only one so far, but we've met another regional variant uh, in an arc too. So. Yeah. Sorry, right, my head's been between but not one. Yeah. Ooh, okay, great. Um, so, okay, so this is a question that a lot of people asked. Um, where is my mouse cursor? This is These are issues I deal with. Everyone on asks basis. where your mouse cursor is. <laughs> yeah, everyone, all y'all sitting here asking where my mouse cursor is. At the end of the day, I don't know, okay? Can you all see my screen? <laughs> oh, no, we have too many people typing. All right, um, the actual question that most people ask. So I have here um, Scott, Pokemon Payday, the squad as a whole. And uh, Sam Hauser is, I think, the name. Uh, hopefully, I'm just pronouncing that right. But those guys, along with like 14 other people, have always asked, and this is a really important question to ask uh, you guys, because this is a you question. Uh, was Ralph and Kyle always Machop or Trico, or did you have different ideas before settling with those? Oh, I gotta think all the way back to like March when we were first coming up with like who we were gonna be. All right, well, I, I can go first. Um... There, I, this is literally the, the first character that I came up with in terms of like, um, I think there might be a question later on about uh, uh, did we consider like other Pokemon as well and things like that. Um, so basically, Anru told us, okay, so you're gonna basically have like a level five Pokemon. It needs to be like like a, a, a basic form of Pokemon, like no like no like stage one or stage two evolutions, things like that. Um, and I, originally, I was gonna like 
really like dive in and see like oh maybe i'll pick something really interesting and i was like well i want to know what kind of like vibe of pokemon i want to go for and uh i go i i find like a mystery dungeon quiz online and i go through and i just like hit all the character traits that like i want to play the character as um and literally like it, it's one of those ones where it gives you like a percentage for each answer uh and it literally gave a hundred percent trico um and trico is like hands down my favorite starter pokemon and i was like well that settles it that's it all right i'm done <laughs> like my, my work here is done uh and i think as far as like kyle's actual character i think that was very much just I, I don't think any of that was really like predetermined that was just kind of me playing on the spot as we were recording the first episode um i've just been like okay we'll just go with these kind of character traits and go from there yeah, for me, I think I was the opposite. I think I started very much with, like, the character I wanted to play, and then I picked the Pokemon based off of that. Um, so I knew that I wanted to play, like, Ralph. <laughs> I wanted to play the character of Ralph, where it's, like, um, he's very, like, optimistic and, like, jumps headfirst into things without really thinking about it. Um, like, wholesome good boy, but, like, you know, not, not the brightest in the room. Um, like, wants to, like, dreams of being a hero. Like, that was very much what I wanted to play um but in terms of pokemon i was like oh i don't know um and i think machop just kind of like landed in my head because again the only pokemon game i've ever played is pokemon go and like you know when you tap on like each pokemon they do like their little animation um so for machops like machops animation is kind of like he gets like a really determined but like happy face and he goes like hmm that's not the sound he makes it goes like it's a weird different sound um but just like that image in my head was like oh this is the perfect pokemon to play this character um and it just kind of clicked and then i just was, I, I i never i don't think i considered any other pokemon i think i was like i want to be in the shop uh, like going into it i don't think i had another specific one in mind so yeah that's how ralph was born yeah uh kind of going off of that um i i uh i forgot about this but i i think when i was kind of deciding on like uh what kind of you know character wise what kyle is going to look like um because you had such a strong idea about ralph i was like all right i'm just gonna play off this and have a very different character and set up some very interesting character dynamics between these two um and honor did the hard work of tying it all in together um there's a question about the url for the quiz uh if i can find it i'll send it in the discord um but this was like half a year ago at this point um it's it's one of the first ones that comes up when you uh when, when you search mystery dungeon quiz I'll, I'll i'll look for it i'll find it yeah i just popped in the chat the that moment in the animation in Pokemon Go, like that image of like sort of determined face that Ralph has on, I'm like, ah, this is what I want. Um, but yeah, and Rude, what's the next question? Oh, no, I, I didn't know if uh, Muhammad finished his uh, comment, but... Uh... Yeah, yes, I did, to clarify. <laughs> okay, he's done. All right, cool. Um, next question comes from Scott. Scott runs... Uh, why... This is this is me, I'm forgetting... I've known Scott for like a month. Reckless Rollers. See, these guys know it, and I'm listening to them about <laughs> Uh, Scott runs Reckless Rollers, and he asks, uh, what gave y'all, he said y'all, I think, in the actual question, so, what gave y'all the idea to make a mystery dungeon campaign? Um, that is Anarude. <laughs> he had the idea, not me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I am a huge mystery dungeon fan. Um, I think, I've, I've probably mentioned this before, but, uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, specifically Blue Rescue Team, was what got me into the Pokemon franchise as a whole. And so I've always found it to be um, 
I've always found that to be such a cool game, the concept of being a Pokemon going on your own adventure, plus the way that they write that game, since you don't have nearly as many customization options with teams and how you play through the game, it's very much just, you are this Pokemon, so you have to go through it somewhat more linearly than, uh, than other games. So for other games, for example, you can make a team with all legendaries, or you can make a team trying to beat the entire game with, I don't know, with a Togepi, and, uh, there's all, all sorts of cool things you could do with the main series games that you can't necessarily do with uh, the Mystery Dungeon games. So it very much built on the story aspect of it, which is the type of game I like to enjoy. And also, I feel like Mystery Dungeon, the fact that Dungeon is in the name of Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, felt like it was a perfect fit for the Dungeons & Dragons type concept of a TTRPG. And uh, so I wanted to do that. And after some research, I found that uh, there were a few systems that dabbled in it but when you play a pokemon story you obviously want to be the trainer directing pokemon and there's so many ways you could take that story but mystery dungeon hadn't really had as much i say this now i don't know if this is true but i don't there is a chance that we are the only pokemon mystery dungeon ttrvg campaign out there uh that does a podcast and all that sort of stuff uh because i haven't found anybody yet but if you find if you know anyone please tell me uh so with that like gap in the Pokemon podcasting world out there, uh, I was interested in doing that. I basically just asked anybody that I knew, like that had any interest in Pokemon or prior interest in Pokemon. So I was just basically pounding the table, like, "Hey, can you guys join me on this? It's going to sound rough. It sounds like a large challenge, but eventually we could get somewhere with this." And uh, I bribed these two guys. That's out there here. Yeah, I, 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 very ahead, I was gonna say a very interesting detail that you're leaving out of the story here is that like th this was a relatively drawn out process in terms of there was a lot of thought that really went into it um like i think the first time anru mentioned the idea of doing a mystery dungeon ttrpg we're recording this in september of 2020 the first time he mentioned this was a year and a half or two years ago to um, you <laughs> to me it was like in february i think no no yeah like th this is something that I, like Honor had been talking about doing for a long time um and then about a year or so ago was like when he really got cranking on like developing the system and everything um but like th th this has been a long time in the making he's put a lot of like thought and time into you know fleshing this thing out i think because it all starts with um when i really got into podcasts which would be Th this was about be last a year summer. ago it'd yeah, be last yeah. summer ish uh is when i started finding guys like uh the Roaring Trainers, uh, I don't know if DM's Treehouse had started then, but uh, guys like Roaring Trainers, uh, Questco, Quest Company Jr., um, there's there's a few others uh, that aren't Pokemon related, but D&D related that we're really interested in as well, like Coventry. Um, but that really got me interested into diving into like, hey, maybe I can make a story about these Pokemon that go on an adventure, and I need people for that because I'm a lonely boy, so... Yeah, I remember, like, in, I think it was February, March-ish of this year. It might have been, no! No, it was definitely earlier. It, it was, was definitely before that. It was, I think it was during, like, maybe October, November or something. Because I remember, I think it, it, was, me, it was late last year. Yeah, because Anna told me, and I was like, oh, but, like, this semester I'm really busy, so maybe next semester. Yeah, so it was late 2019 uh, when Anna first told me about it. And he was just like, I want to do, like, a podcast Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. And I was like... I don't know anything about Pokemon, but if you want me on board, I'm down. Um, yeah, at this point, like, he had already kind of developed, like, the first iteration of the system that we're playing with, and 
uh, he had sent it to me and I was basically looking for any chinks in the armor and things that weren't explained well and things like that. Um, like at this point he had already put in a lot of the groundwork and was just basically, all right, uh, I need people who can do things. Mister does improv, he can do this. <laughs> yeah, and in a weird way, I think like COVID kind of accelerated the process because like, Oh, 100%. We were talking oh, about, like, oh, yeah. like, when are we going to all be free to meet and stuff? And, like, you know, when we all get together and record. And then when COVID happened, it was just like, all right, <laughs> guess we're going to record remotely. Like, problem solved. Um, it, it was like, yeah, we're all free now. We're not on campus. We're all sitting at home doing nothing outside of class. Yeah, there we go. It lines up perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. Uh, next Almost question. Really anything else to say on this? Um, not really. I think uh, this this itself could be a a whole hour-long talk about, you know, my life story and stuff like that. Yeah, um, save it for your TED Talk, buddy. Well, actually... Yeah, save uh, it for his book. Yeah, save it for my book. That comes from a TTRPG podcast. Uh, but um, in all seriousness, there is an episode of Pokemon Payday that uh, we've collabed with a little bit before. I recorded something with them that came out a couple days ago. I think it was, was it yesterday or day before yesterday. I forget when it was. Uh, but it just came out, and I'm a guest on their thing, and I briefly talk about this as well, in case you guys are interested in that. So, uh, plug them. Also plug, basically, anybody that has a podcast that I'm talking about. So, uh, so with that said, uh, next question comes from Kane796, is what his name is here. I think, yeah, your, your name still has those numbers in there. Um, how did you all meet and decide to do a Mystery Dungeon podcast instead of another genre? So I'm going to spin this off to a little bit more along the lines of why did we choose this genre? Why is it an adventure? Bold of you to not... assume that we met recently. <laughs> but Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this is more along... Instead of the uh, choosing the Mystery Dungeon, how did we all meet? So, um, I think Muhammad and Enrid knew each other before I knew them. So I'll, I guess I'll just go first. Um, I met... Wait, I met Muhammad... Okay, I, I will... The first time we were... The, all three of us were in the same room <laughs> was... Uh, we, so there's an improv troupe on our campus, and they do workshops on, at the time, Thursdays and Sundays. Now it's Wednesdays and Sundays. Um, and I was a wee first year. Um, and I had done improv in high school, and I was like, oh, I want to like continue learning it and learning how to do long-form improv. Um, and then I showed up there, and Anrud and Muhammad were both in that workshop. Um, so that was, how that was I guess, technically when all three of us like knew of all three of us' existence, like mutual existence. Um, I don't know... I can't really put my finger on like when exactly we became like friends, per se. I think. It I just... mean, it just it just happened through improv. So yeah, like, essentially, improv, the improv. the short answer to the question is we all met through improv. Um, Andre and I, we are a year above Mansour in school. Um, oh, we we met our first year, uh, three years ago, uh, doing improv workshops. Essentially, um, I I we were in the same dorm on campus, and we didn't find that we didn't like make that connection until like a few weeks in. Um, but yeah, so like Honor and I had like already known each other. We were friends with like a bunch of the people who also did improv. Um, and then Mansour comes on to campus a year later. He, uh, he joins in, uh, he's also friends with like the, the whole like group of small group of friends there that like we would do like the occasional board game night and things like that. And like hanging out after workshops and stuff. Um, that, that, that's kind of how we all met. And so I think, and I mean, Honor, you can probably speak to this more but I'm, I'm sure a lot of improv people were definitely like on your list of oh yeah let me reach out to these people and see if they want to do it 
Yeah, the first time I, I met you, Muhammad, because I the first time I met Muhammad was in that improv workshop, but the first time I met you was, uh, I think it was during orientation week, my freshman year, and then we went to to go to Eid prayer, <laughs> and that was the first time I ever like talked to you, and then we went, we, there was, I think Bank of, that day Bank of America was trying to like promote themselves, and we like, they had like a pedicab ride, and we both rode in that together, we talked a little bit. That, yeah, because no, because within like the ten minutes between like when we like walked into the mosque for Eid prayer and walked out, it just started to rain, even though there wasn't rain on the forecast. And that was your welcome to Pittsburgh. Yep, <laughs> very much. Yep, very much so. But yeah, now you know yeah. how we all met. We met through improv. <laughs> That's the short answer. Yep. Uh, cool. Yeah, that was. It's 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 cool to look back and be like, hey, three years ago, three years ago, I didn't know Mansoor. Uh, I sort of knew Muhammad, and the Eagles were on a Super Bowl run, and now here I am, a Super Bowl champion, and also that other friend stuff. But like, look at that! Do we really need to bring up that Super Bowl now, buddy? Come on! Look, man, I don't have a lot to talk about. Muhammad's a Patriots fan, so if you hear, <laughs> just don't get him started. Oh, basically, yeah. Um, all right. So the all, next all, question, all. if we, unless you want to spaz I, about football for a while. I mean, all I was gonna say is I'll I'll take a back seat this year. Both <laughs> of our teams are gonna be garbage. I disagree. I think both of our teams are going to be wild card and then lose in the first round. But that's my definition of garbage. The bar is high. <laughs> this happens yeah, okay. every time they get into the sports talk, and I don't watch football, so I don't know what they're talking about. That's fine. Um, so the next question comes from Mr. Fudd again, uh, also on Discord. Uh, what is a PM in the PM DM GM thing? Prime Minister. <laughs> that's what I thought. Uh, podcast. Uh. Mercury. Mercury is in like the Greek god. So, uh, the official the official wrong answer. There is an official wrong answer. There are wrong answers, official wrong answers, and then official right answers. Uh, so the official wrong answer is Prime Minister, Danger Man, God Mode. Oh, for PMG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is the full thing. However, the actual answer is Pokemon Master, uh, oh. Dungeon Master, Game Master. Right. Yeah, now that the question was brought up, I actually didn't I never put any serious thought into what PM was. I was like, DM is Dungeon Master, and GM is Game Master. I've heard that before, but PM, I was like, Prime Minister? <laughs> Question mark? Uh, yeah, so... I feel like I answer, picked up on that pretty quickly, but... I, did not. <laughs> I think it's also just the, uh, the, um, the fact that, Muhammad, you played more Pokemon, so... This, this, is, this is fair. Yeah. Yeah, so you've heard Pokemon Master before. I mean, uh, it was just more word association on my part. Alright, next question. Uh, so the next question... Oh, uh, here we go, guys. Uh, a question that uh, I hinted at before we even started this. Why should snow not exist? <laughs> oh, you want to tell this one? This is, this is uh, a fun one. I actually don't know if I know the answer to this, but carry on. <laughs> I think I, I briefly mentioned it, and then uh, I briefly mentioned it after a recording, but I don't think I went into detail about it. I, I, I remember you basically gave the full story. Oh, wait, I think yeah. I remember now. I'm, yeah, I remember that conversation. Tell yes. everyone. So, uh, the initial plan. Uh, so, I don't plan out nearly as much of the story as it may seem. I don't even think it seems like that, but I don't plan out the story nearly as far, uh, ex with the exception, of course, of the very beginning. So, I had planned Arc Zero and the first few episodes of Arc One before we even started recording, because I wanted to jump out on the right foot before I dove into what little improv skill I have. So, uh, I didn't know which guild these guys were going to choose if they had chosen a guild outside of the Recruits of the Lost. So, 
for each guild, I had set up team members, which is still the case right now. If they go to a different guild, uh, they'll get different team members and different people that are already set up. Um, and they have, like, names and basic backstories and things like that. But uh, Snow was just the rookie. And that was about to be it. it the story was really going to focus around these two and their adventures. Then I, I remember you guys got off the train and then you were talking about, well, let's see if we can find somebody in the city that was going to the uh, going to the uh, bronze roses. Yeah, the bronze roses. And so um, when you guys said that, I'm like, well, sure, why not? There's another rookie, and this would make sense if they were both going to travel at about the same time. So I brought Snow in, and then the infamous O comment came, <laughs> and then here we are. <laughs> here we are. Yeah, I mean, I think I very much understood that from like the beginning, like in that episode of like. She's not meant to be an important character, like, at all. <laughs> and then Muhammad just says, oh? <laughs> and then that set off the whole romantic side plot. So. When yeah, you're so working that... with improvisers, it's very easy. You just give them a little bit of material, a little nudge in the right direction, and uh, let it run its course. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, I so really that's hope why we get to see her again soon, because <laughs> she's such a fun yeah. character. Oh, she's definitely a fun character to, to voice and play around with. But, uh, yeah, so if the story would go uh, to plan, Snow would have been just a character that they went with, they traveled with, and then probably the one that would introduce them more to the guild aspect of uh, the Bronze Roses. Instead, Snow became probably the third or fourth most important character in the entire arc, which is not what I expected. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Considering some of the stuff that happened plot-wise in that arc regarding the fate of the world, definitely not expected. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the things I really like about Snow is that she's not just, like, the love interest. Like, she plays a pretty big part in, like, the battles and stuff that happen, especially towards the end of the arc. Um, like, she's important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was our yeah. way of getting to New Newbird City. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Snow doing Snow things. Uh, next question comes from Tanner on Twitter. Uh, he has a a whole bunch of podcasts he's got not if i reboot it first and pokemon millennium both of which have been promoted on the channel before he also has a, a uh, another podcast called loser like me which is basically a glee recap which is interesting if you're a glee fan i have not seen glee enough to consider myself a fan but uh i i bet that's as good as the other two which i have seen a bit of uh but he asks and this is a question for you guys partly because uh i gotta fix some stuff here and partly because i want to see what your impressions are what kind of teen drama shows exist in this setting so i'm talking like if you switch on the tv and we're watching a teen drama show what would that be in the, like the alcast region yeah in the alcast region like you switch mm. on the tv yeah, get away from your sports show. channel I, mm. define teen drama show uh um, like 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 something you'd see on like nickelodeon or something like that oh oh okay is is, um, is, is kind of the vibe that i'm getting also could be like a, a i was thinking like Glee, with the for werewolves example. The, is, it, is it werewolves or whatever that show is called i don't i don't i don't remember what the name of that show is um there's a show that i'm thinking of is it teen wolf i think it's called teen wolf is that the one yeah teen, teen wolf yeah that, yeah, that. Teen. yeah um hmm. I, I feel like there would be some really interesting like shows about like pokemon like around the point where they're about to evolve um almost like and because I, I i feel like like that's just like a really interesting concept of like oh like these pokemon are going through changes in their lot in their young lives 
let's let's follow them and see what happens kind of thing um i i, I feel like it's not quite a team drama it's more of like reality but I, I feel like that that would definitely exist in some form um almost on like a national geographic thing all right so we start out in the wild where we see you know i was thinking more tlc <laughs> oh also that um if you're looking for punny names um i don't know enough teen drama shows to where i can do that i'm sorry um i'm just thinking of just like a classic like you know pokemon high school like that sort of vibe of like like high school musical but with pokemon um and and you got like your different clicks but it's like on top of that like i I feel like there would be some level of like type association with the clicks you know like the the golf kids are all the dark types and the jobs like the dark and ghost types types and like what type would be the nerds uh, probably steel. Electric is what I thought. Oh, electric steel would steel. also work. Yeah. yeah. Steel? Ner- yeah, I see it. I see like, it. I see it. Of like Magazone, you know, like or Magnemite. I, I see it as like a robotics nerd kind of thing. But like, what yeah. about like a like a like a book nerd? You know what I mean? Like like old school nerd. Water type. Maybe. Psychic type. Yeah, or psychic type is pretty psychic good. Psychic type actually. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, yeah, that was that was my initial inclination. But also, I feel like psychic types would be. Like, yeah, yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. Because like they, they have that. I feel like they'd have that certain element of like weird to them, like stereotypically weird. Yeah. Um, and then you just have your normal types, just just your normal types. Yeah, there there are those. Sure, probably the stere- yeah stereotypically the fairy types would be the cheerleaders. You're right. <laughs> um, I'm just reading the chat, so yeah, probably. I don't know what to call this show. But that's what I'm thinking of. Uh oh, uh, uh, my hero Pokademia. There you go. Oh, my hero Pokedexia combining anime and teen drama and pokemon very hold up, hold nice up. combining combining anime and pokemon is just pokemon oh, i should true. point yeah, that out right. <laughs> come on dude come on dude all right next all right. question please next question uh also from tanner are folks are I was, wow way to go are fossil, are fossil pokemon around that's fossil um are fossil pokemon around Yes, I haven't used a lot of them. The only one is Sheriff Omastar, who appeared in Arc Zero and then disappeared for the face. Right. Um, yeah. But fossil Pokemon do exist. They aren't. Uh, they don't need to be revived or anything like a like a trainer based podcast. Um, they they exist. They're just either really old or really slow develop. I'm not exactly sure how I would go with them. Fossil Pokemon. Long story short, fossil Pokemon exist. Um, they're just. They haven't been in the main storyline yet. I don't know if they're going to be in the storyline as fossil Pokemon. They might just be in as other characters. But, um, yeah. I, f- I feel, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the general trend in terms of, like, does, like, X or Y mechanic, like, in terms of, like, mechanic or, like, characteristic, like, Pokemon or whatever exists. I feel like the answer to that is generally, like, it, if it works in this, like, it, the mechanic explicitly doesn't exist. If this Pokemon fits well into the story, Sure, they'll show up. I feel like that's the general vibe. Sort of, yeah. Correct me if I I'm think wrong. It's, I, I think it's just based on the fact that this is this podcast, if you, you've noticed, is much more story-based than battle-based, which I think is the real dynamic between it. Uh, you don't yeah. see nearly as many battles. You don't see nearly as many Pokemon mechanics like evolution and level up. Um, you don't see that nearly as much as you see the story behind it. Which which makes this even more of a mystery dungeon game as opposed to a main series game because main series is all about the battling and the leveling up and improving as a trainer, while mystery dungeon is all about the story and trying to find out the mystery behind whatever goes on. 
right, yeah. Rand random aside, and like this is just a random throwaway comment, but like I was just reminded of this. I'm kind of like I was always a little salty that in the main game, like in the main story games, um, Pokemon contests and like being a Pokemon coordinator was never like a route you could go down like fully and like explore it because like Pokemon contests are absolutely sick. Like at least like in the anime and like there should be reflected in the game. That's all. That's my two cents. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, no, I do yeah, agree with that. Also, um... uh, I, I just realized the perfect opportunity to talk about the first time I accidentally cursed on the podcast was during the snow question. I don't know if there are any more. If there are, then uh, I want to yes, that. Yes, there <laughs> are. In fact, in okay. fact, the very next question is a snow question, so that works. Oh, perfect. Um, so Pokemon Crossroads, who is a great uh, news source to see a bunch of Pokemon information. Uh, I see them a lot on Twitter. They also have a website. Um, you should go check them out. They're, they're really cool. It's a nice way to see uh, your next favorite Pokemon-related thing, I think is the best way to sum it up. So check them out. Uh, they have a bunch of questions. First question is one that we've uh, briefly touched on, but we didn't go into detail about. Is Snow adopted? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, is there a storyline behind that? I don't quite know yet, but at the very least, she is adopted. Um, with this, you can go into your Snow comment if you'd like. Yeah, she's got like a complicated relationship with her parents because like they're both like always away. And I mean, I think it was kind of obvious uh, the first episode she was introduced and also later on when we actually go to her house slash mansion. Um, but yeah, the first time <laughs> that Ralph cursed on the podcast, which we obviously edited out, was um, it was the scene in, in, in the Bronze Roses where uh, it's, we're having breakfast and Kyle and Ralph are like sitting there at oh, first. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then Anarin says like, and Snow comes down, uh, comes down and sits next to Kyle. And then I just instinctively went, curse incoming. I went, <laughs> like at that point we were like we have to cut that out we have to cut that out oh but it was really funny at the time um i got so embarrassed too because like uh, i somehow managed to keep my mouth free from being potty mouth like for that many episodes and then the first time was just like i didn't even think about it oh we spent, like, you can't tell mesmer gets really invested in his characters so I do. Oh, yeah. when ralph gets snubbed like that it hits deep for him it do, it do hit really deep like uh when Ralph is yeah. all flustered, like when he's like at telling him, telling uh, Snow about like how he feels about her and stuff, like that is, I I am legitimately flustered. Like I had butterflies in my stomach about these two imaginary characters, kind of falling in love. Like it, I get very invested in Ralph's character. Sorry, I'm getting uh, notifications to vote in the elections. By the way, uh, if your elections are coming up, you should vote. If they're not coming up, you should vote when they happen. Yeah, be yeah. <laughs> be a part of democracy. Go vote whoa um i think yeah that sums up that question uh next question also from pokemon crossroads uh between you two and your characters specifically your characters uh who would be the one paying for netflix and who is the parasite oh this is obvious this is such an obvious answer mom would you want to do the honors uh you say it's so obvious i want to hear what you have to say just to make sure we're on the same page here because if we're not that's gonna be really awkward <laughs> kyle is definitely paying for the netflix and Ralph okay good we're on the same page good we're on the same page here. It is so obvious. <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yeah kyle's the responsible one <laughs> Ralph is like i want to watch avatar and like that's it he doesn't care about anything else uh hey Mick, what's that <laughs> like no, it's so obvious even the chat understands it yeah i think that's what I was thinking as well. But yeah. cool. Um, so Pokemon Crossroad asked an interesting question that I may actually 
do something like this in the future. Uh, they asked, if Kyle and Ralph made a podcast, what would it be about? Oh, man, that's a good question. I'm trying to think, what would Kyle and Ralph actually have, like, a sustained conversation about? Like, I feel like if the two of them were to have a podcast, there wouldn't be, like, a specific, like, topic, like, general, like, topic that they could, like, you know, both, like, very actively engage in. I feel like it would be more of, like, a, like, they just bring guests on and, like, like almost like a, like, almost like a Joe Rogan experience kind of thing, where they just bring guests on and talk to the guests. I, I don't. That. I, I don't know if the two of them, like, have enough common ground in terms of, like, interests to, like, actually have, like, a very focused podcast. I feel like they, like, you know, after this series is over, which I hope it never does, but I hope, like, like you know, they save the world, they go on their all their adventures and stuff. Um, I feel like they could have a podcast, like, after that, when they're older, and they could, like, talk about, like, sort of the, you know, what you don't know about the two heroes that saved the region, you know? Um and just sort of like yeah, I mean, that would that would def- that would definitely be like Ralph's spin on it. Kyle's spin on it would be like, yeah, let's just talk about some stuff we did back in the day. Um, yeah, but they'd be like talking about sort of like you know the little bits and pieces of like their adventures. I think. Yeah, I also think like this is something that didn't really we didn't really explore too much in Arc One, um, but in Arc Two we're definitely exploring more, and we'll definitely explore more as the series go on. As like as far as like the relationship between Kyle and Ralph. And like how that grows and develops i feel like the answer to my like my answer to this question will almost certainly be outdated in a few months time yeah who knows maybe one day ralph is the one paying for netflix crazy but maybe nope, never happening never have absolutely not could never happen all right Jenny so, uh, <laughs> posted in the chat ralph and kyle live react and not a scratch so you guys have a youtube channel and just start listening to the podcast oh Honestly, my god that... a ralph and kyle like react channel not bad I could see that. That 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 would that would work. That would one hundred percent work. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ralph would do all the reacting. Kyle would just be there, like, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah, Ralph is the one that does like the live, like, ooh, like kind of reactions, like stuff like that. And then Kyle's the one that, like, after the video's over, like talks about like its implications in the larger world. You know what? Like, in my opinion, the boring part of like a Fine Bros video. <laughs> um, wow, I take slight offense to that, but I'm okay. Sorry. It's like I whenever I watch like a you know kids react or adults react like I only watch the part where they're actually reacting to it and then when they start talking about like you know do you know who this person is do you know who that person is what does this mean for the larger I'm like I don't care I just want to see what the reactions are to certain parts that's it so a lot of what I listen to are like uh, reactions to rap songs when they come out so Ralph would be the one vibing to the beat well uh ralph would be the one vibing to the beat and kyle would be the one that's like here see this is a double entendre because actually he's talking about this and that okay yeah all right Uh, next question question also goes to you guys also comes from pokemon crossroads uh what would kyle and ralph want to do when they grow up oh man um for ralph it is it is one of two it is either be a professional baseball player um or like save the world which he's kind of already doing now i mean hopefully (laughs) he's gonna do it um he just wants to be like a hero he just wants to like be a good person and like just be an inspiration to others that's kind of what he wants to do at least as of right now but yeah i could see kyle as a teacher like as a school teacher i could see it um or perhaps like i I could see kyle as like either like a school teacher or maybe like it like eventually like working like his way kind of like up the ranks in guild lead i have no idea what like 
the recruits of the lost looks like and how it ties into the greater guild scene but i could also see kyle like going the complete officer out of like getting really involved like the leadership of that those, those two things i could see kyle doing he's also only 10 years old so at this point he just wants to like you know draw or whatever like yeah, that, i was like, 10 i he, wanted he, to he, be which is horrible. <laughs> so people change. Oh, I, I relate to that too much. Um, yeah. Next question. Um, all right, Muhammad, get ready. Why no gummy from Jenny? Because I'm dumb. Well, they like answer Jenny. <laughs> like, like that's it. That, that is really all there is to it. Like, like, like I, like I recognize. Like as soon as I was about to sell the gummy, I was like, hold on. I, it would make more sense to just eat it. But at that point, I had already committed, and I wasn't gonna walk it back. Like, like I was just gonna commit to the choice. That's it. We make mistakes. We move on. Kyle still had meme in the chat. Of, there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. <laughs> Oof. Oh, I love there, that meme so much. There, there, there really isn't. If you sit in a recording session, well, I, I say that Anru and Monzor are brilliant people, so. I, I actually can't make that meme. Lies but, and slander. How dare you talk about Mansoor wait, whoa, that whoa, way? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slander. Slander. That implies that like me calling you intelligent is either insulting or hurts your image. Okay, so here's what I'm saying. See, in the me, I'm fine with that. But calling Mansoor intelligent hurts my image. That's what I'm talking about. There we what? go. Okay, good. Good. Glad <laughs> we're on the same page here. I'm be happy with it. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um... Uh, yeah, so, basically, yeah, Kane, that's, this is how we're friends. We, most of the time, we are fine with each other, and then on rare instances, we try to roast the living devil out of each other. I wouldn't call it rare. It's, uh, how often you see a shiny on a daily basis, but you're shiny hunting all the time. <laughs> it's, it's that rare, yeah. Okay, uh, next question? Yep. Alright, cool. Ginny, I'm saving one question for the end, uh, so... In case you're wondering, like, why I didn't go in the same order. Uh, what is your favorite character from Arc 1? And we'll throw this to all three of us. You cannot choose yourself, which, I mean... Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I actually mentioned this in the Discord last night. So, my favorite... Yeah, my favorite character in Arc 1... Not Ralph's favorite. Ralph's favorite is Snow. That's given. <laughs> but my Manosaur's favorite character, at least to interact with, is, I think, probably Susie. Because she is such a cursed demon child. Like... And also, like, every instance where she pops up, and I think it's kind of obvious, it's like whenever Andrew just wants to give us something, but, like, forgot to give it to us in a natural way. So we just get, like, this, like, <laughs> this omniscient weird kid that's just like, hello, I have this for you. I don't know where I got it from. And then just disappears. Like, we made this joke, but, like, she's literally, like, plot device ex machina. <laughs> like, if Andrew just forgets, oh, shit, they need, like, this item or whatever, like, Susie just appears. I just find that so funny and so fun to play with. Um, I really hope we as, get to see more of her in like arc two or any future arcs. As someone who, in full full disclosure, I don't listen to the podcast, so like I, like I genuinely know nothing about Susie as a character. <laughs> Susie is just an enigma to me. Um, so yeah, I like think, I, uh, I'm genuinely lost at this point. <laughs> um, like, Muhammad knows who Susie is, but nothing about, like, background and things like that. Yeah, did you no. To episode? That's when she first shows up. Well, yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> um, like, I, 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 I don't keep up with the podcast. Um, I, I know, I'm a fake fan, but okay. Um, uh, I mean, it does help with uh, 
getting a more realistic output on things like that. So uh, there'll be instances, especially in the beginning of Arc 2, uh, where since we record over wide spans, they'll forget information and oh, then yeah. try to relearn it over time, which makes sense in a story aspect that you don't remember everything you learned yesterday. Um, and I think the same sort of thing goes, especially earlier on when we weren't, we didn't have nearly as big of a backlog. Like listening to the episodes would make him all of a sudden remember some fact that he forgot in a previous episode. So um, in a way that does help with the story. Um, yeah, not because everyone like, out here is and, shaming you for listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, and I mean, like the other thing was just like not listening to the podcast. It just helps me keep track of the story too. Just in terms of like, I, I only have to focus on where we left off last time. Um, yeah. Also, I know, like, I, I had listened to Arc Zero because that was, like, our first run of, like, editing episodes and things like that. And, like, Anru does a baller job. He doesn't need my rubber stamp of approval. He's fine. Um, I mean, it's nice, but... But, yeah. Uh, favorite character from Arc 1? Uh, hmm. Probably Jeeves. Oh, we love Ooh, Jeeves. Yes. Like, Jeeves is a good character. Like, Jeeves is just a, just a, just a fantastic character in general. Um, like... We didn't see a lot of them, obviously, but like, I don't know. I just en- I just enjoy characters who, like, they, they they just like sit in the background and let the chaos ensue, um, and that's very much the vibe that I get from Jeeves. Um, just a one character, also like, just knows everything that's going on. Um, Jeeves, like, th- this is gonna be a reference that a lot of people may not get, uh, but Jeeves reminds me of. Toph Beifong, but in Legend of Korra, um, not like in like The Last Airbender, because just like the only person who just yeah like knows what's going on, couldn't care less, just gonna keep doing uh keep doing his own thing. Yeah, I get that. Um, cool. Oh, I need to ask. I need to answer mine. Well, hmm, who is my favorite character? Uh, see, see, the issue is I know who my favorite character is, but the problem is nobody knows anything about them, which is kind of uh it's kind of fun so my favorite character technically is the actual like villain of the story which big bad evil guy (laughs) yeah the big bad evil guy um but the problem is that nobody knows anything about them beyond their voice sounding vaguely like the jokers but the backstory i've developed for them um yeah because i actually planned this one out uh i i love their story so much and then the fact that they just, just pretend to be the joker is such a fun thing um, if we're talking characters that actually exist, like, regularly in the story, Susie's definitely up there, Snow is up there, um, but both of those are sort of main characters and have already been said. I think Mrs. Quagmire is probably my favorite. Thing. Another fantastic character. Yes. Yes. I'm also... The... Uh, oh, the guy. Oh, the, no, just the, the fun character. Yeah. I'm gonna throw an audible mention to Adam, because Adam is almost, like, the opposite of Jeeves, in that Adam's, like, this ever-present character... But also just seems to half the time be clueless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both Ra- yeah, Ralph is... and Mansoor find it really frustrating. Where it's just like, all right, we should just ask Adam what to do, and he's like, oh, I'm not even here. Stat, oh, the line staticky, hang up. Like, <laughs> oh, I can't stand. So I think him the sometimes. cool thing is, um, uh, I asked uh, Adam, who's from DM's Treehouse, from Roaring Trainers. He has his own podcast uh, called, uh, I think it's called Tall Grass. Um, I asked him if I was allowed to use his name in the podcast, like have a character based on him, and he was all for it and supported us. He was helping give advice early on. Um, Might have been even before you two were officially on, just me 
trying to build the system or somewhere around that time so yeah he's been yeah, supporting right. me from the background for a while and so uh, i'm glad that i could uh in however small of a way it is i could appreciate the fact that uh he's just a cool guy yeah um cool next question oh <laughs> that that one took a while actually i don't think about it i don't this episode might be the longest one and it's a q a episode so probably uh, yeah chances are we might have to cut a lot out from the actual recorded episode which means people getting live are getting uh, some exclusives here yeah um so the next question uh going to me what went well and what didn't i'm story-wise I, I didn't write down the full question jenny but i i think you're talking about the like how these characters and these fools out here go on right when i tell them to go left and things like that um i think overall the uh the story i didn't again i as i mentioned before i didn't have a lot planned out beyond um beyond the first couple episodes uh getting i think getting off the train is effectively when i stopped planning stuff so i had like uh the train blowing up and that sort of stuff i had that sort of planned out but beyond that it didn't really have a lot so uh i think what went really well is just the improv uh between us three really went well which i mean we've been doing this for two three years now so uh i would hope it'd be good by now uh what didn't go well do you guys have any suggestions what do you think didn't go well in the podcast uh in the first arc do you think we could improve on in the second arc um the only thing i can think of in terms of like things going well and not going well and i mean this is very much just like subjective and very much based on kind of your plans but I think the pacing that we have is really interesting uh, because we have like, like what would, because I'm, I'm very much used to like the pacing, like in D&D campaigns I've been in where it's like, yeah, we'll go through like, like two weeks in a four hour session. Um, and this is the exact opposite where the pacing is so slow. Um, mm -hmm. And which, which wouldn't stick out to me as much if, the like you know the the showdown with the big bad evil guy wasn't already set to be like a year away um makes it, it it's really interesting it's not necessarily a bad thing um but it's something that kind of sticks out to me as like something that's like a little odd um, yeah don't I know think, if you have any plans about that or not but uh yeah. i have i have some ideas behind how to either speed it up or make it go even slower there's some like generic things that i could go with but uh yeah i think when I was originally planning it, I had a year set because it was an easy time frame, and I thought, hey, a year would make sense if they find uh, a different item every month or so, and everything, you know, there are some problems, some, some good things, some, you know, side tangent stories and things like that. Everything will wrap up in a year or so. And then you guys just went and somehow found everything and found the first item in, like, two weeks or so. So, um, it yeah. was definitely, yeah. I don't know if, um, if the people who listen know this, but, like, We've had a couple of times where, like, we recorded what we thought was two or maybe even three episodes. And then in post, Anarud's like, I'm combining these two into one. Because in, like, one episode, all you do is, like, get off the train. And then the next episode, all you do is go shopping. So it's like... Yeah, no, that that that's something we tend to do where we, we just tend to really, like... I, I guess it's a blessing and a curse of us kind of winging this thing as we go uh we get caught up in the minutiae and the day-to-day -day, which is great because like you know like it's it's really fun to play through that um but at the same time as far as general plot line like it, it doesn't exactly uh doesn't exactly help 
Yeah, we... this, this is very much like an anime, I think is the best way to say it. Yeah, we have uh, filler episodes. There is an <laughs> overlying plot, but there's a heck of a lot of filler episodes. Um, I mean, yeah. this is like slight spoiler for Arc 2 right now, but as far as like the beginning of Arc 2 goes, we definitely have not improved anything pacing-wise. If anything, no. we've gotten worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> In the we beginning, not, yeah, the beginning of Arc 2 especially, yeah. <laughs> we really take our sweet time, like, yeah. That's whatever. Um, Fran asks uh, in the chat, and this sort of builds off of that, uh, have you gotten the, have you uh, caught yourself having too much in one episode to divide it into a two-parter? I think that's happened once. I can't remember which episode it was. There was, we've only, because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but the longest episode to date is Kyle's solo. Isn't that the finale? Uh, no, the finale, I think, is longer. Or the, the, the finale is longer. The finale is longer, but also, like, the finale is, like, the finale. Um, we've definitely had sessions where we've recorded an episode and looked at the timestamps and been like, oh, my lord, this has been, like, an hour and a half. Um, but, I mean, Anru, like, you're the one editing, but it, I, the episodes where we have a very long recording session tend to have a lot that can be cut out um and a lot that like doesn't really contribute to the episode itself mm -hmm. oh actually i'm looking at the spotify right now um yes the finale is the longest but the second longest is not kyle's episode it's actually arc one episode 14 uh save the flower it beats kyle's solo episode by like 20 seconds less than that ah. so well, that, that 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 that's another like that that's also just like another end of arc like those end of arc episodes were just like, all yeah. right, a lot of plot is gonna happen very quickly. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, cool. Uh, next question. I think we sort of touched on this a little bit. Uh, Sam Hauser and Jenny both ask, "What's your favorite thing about the podcast, and what's your least favorite thing?" Um, we sort of touched on that. Uh, if you guys have anything else you want to add to that, great thing. I get to have fun with these guys. Bad thing. Hey. I have to have fun with these guys. Hey. <laughs> So, great thing about the podcast, bad thing about the podcast? Yeah, that's what the question technically is. Honestly, uh, greatest thing about being in the podcast is, like, it's just something that's fun to do um, outside of, like, school and work and, like, you know, things like that. And it has been, like, a ray of sunshine uh, in my life at times. But also, like, bad thing, um, and this is just me personally, but, like, when we record every week, there have been numerous weeks, probably more than one on one hand, maybe even two. Um, where I basically have to tell them, like, guys, I am not, <laughs> I cannot, I do not have the emotional energy to summon Ralph right now. Like, I'm not doing so great, or I'm really tired, or whatever. Um, which makes me feel really bad, because <laughs> I just feel like I'm letting everyone down. Um, but, you know. You're not, though. This is why we record so many episodes at once, to allow for things like that, because everyone needs a break sometimes, and it's That's fine. True. But also, dude, come on. You, you really leave me <laughs> hanging a lot. Yeah, I remember like, yeah, like I think last week we recorded, we were supposed to record two, and then I recorded one, and I was like, I have a splitting headache. I need to take a nap. Um, okay, but this was also after week one of class. You're you're allowed. You're you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's um, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, Fran. I'm going to save your question for a little later, uh, just because it flows a bit better. But uh, so next question, uh, comes from Jenny. How do you edit, record, etc. Um. That's 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, as the technical expert behind this, I can offer a uh, unique skill set beyond this. Re- okay, um, so we record using a program called Zencaster. Uh, they, over coronavirus, have been offering their services for recording and downloading and stuff like that for free. So that's really cool because uh, I don't have any experience with how other people record. They usually record with some sort of bot on Discord. I don't know squat about Discord. That's why Muhammad usually deals with that sort of stuff. So uh, Zencaster is a sort of easy way of being able to record. All three of us can just hop on. It's sort of like a business call in a way. Um, I think that's generally what it's used for. So we take that. I download those. Um, the, the process that I go through it generally is uh, we record the episode whenever the episode comes out, usually a few days beforehand. Uh, the episodes will have already been downloaded. I'll throw them into Audacity and then uh, Truncate Silence is a function on there. So all three of the tracks will be on top of each other and any period where all of us are just very quiet like that, uh, it'll cut out. Uh, so it'll cut those out and make them a reasonable size. So that decreases episodes so from an hour to 50 minutes. And then from there, I toss them into the editing software I use, which is technically a video editing software called HitFilm Express. Uh, it's a free software that allows you to record videos like basic uh, like YouTube videos and stuff like that. So I toss the audio tracks into there and I listen to the entire episode uh, one time through. I pick out the funny part from the intro section, uh, then just go through the episode, toss in music as I go along. Um, usually, however long the episode is, a little bit over double that time is how long editing takes. Um, and then I toss it up onto Anchor, publish it out, etc. So it's yeah. a pretty straightforward process once you, especially now that I've done it so many times. Yeah, I mean, Android makes it sound so like easy, but I like, I remember Muhammad, and Muhammad can speak on this too. Like when we first recorded Arc Zero, Episode Zero, like that, like a, a couple days later, um, Android was like, all right, I have like the file. And like listening to it, I was blown away. I was like, oh my God, it is so clean and crisp and all the awkward pauses and like where we talk over each other like it, those are all gone and the music like I, like I think honestly like at that point in time was probably when I was like actually like super sold on doing this every week you know like I like the idea of it but once I heard like the first like you know edited episode and I was just so impressed with Andrew's editing I was like I, I'm so excited to keep making this content so I yeah. do have to say, I think the first episode might have been edited the best, because initially I I didn't know about the truncate silence part on Audacity, so I was going through and cutting out all of the silences and all of the coughs and things like that, anything below a certain frame. So even parts Arc, like this. Arc, Arc Zero, Episode Zero, I think, you, if I remember correctly, said it took you, like, the total editing time was probably somewhere closer to, like, five or six hours. Uh, yeah, that was... Like, was, that was before was, you really iterated yeah. and got your, like, you know, production time down a lot. And yeah, I think... Make it easier for you. Definitely. So that that was definitely a multi-day thing. Uh, nowadays, I can do them... If I if I was, if I was get really busy with work or something like that, I could theoretically do it the night before, which I have oh. done sometimes. Sorry. Oh, um, no. But no, usually I'm doing it, like, today. Uh, I'd usually do it Saturday and Sunday uh, so that it's up because we upload all our episodes on... They're, they're published on Tuesday, so that gives me enough time to um, bounce around. On the rare instance where things get busy, I can just do it, spend a couple hours working on it. It's not nearly as hard. Plus, it's nice to go back and just see where everything is, and then it's cool. 
because I also get to use that time to add in my little tidbits. So the midsection, I always do that right before I uh, finish rendering. Um, so that the midsection is usually recorded when I'm editing. So that'll be a day or two before the episode comes out, even if the recording session was months ago. Um, on top of that, adding the music is always fun, especially exploring them with uh, Glitch X City and Tabletop Audio. Um, I think that uh, sometimes in a few episodes, I add a little segment at the end of what the evil team is doing, which is always fun to record. Uh, so I, I, I like to spice things up occasionally in case, you know, I get bored with the same old recording over and over again or editing over and over again. Cool. Yeah. Um, so with that, um, with that bummer talk, uh, two, two more questions from Ginny, uh, that, unless she adds another one into the chat. Uh, the first question is a more lighthearted question. Uh, so, Ralph, uh, yes. you're on a cliff. Okay. And it's a wide cliff, and there are two Pokemon on each side that are, that are about to fall off. Oh, no. I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> it's Kyle and Snow. Which one oh. are you picking? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> that is really rough. I don't want to choose between them. Blame Ginny. Dang. Um, there's a big old cheat. There's a whole bunch of cheat ways you could get out of this. Just saying. Get I don't creative. know. Don't you guys know. are actually Pokemon. No, you guys are actually humans and your regular lives. And uh, actually, yeah, Ginny did put them on the cliff. I did, but um, so actually, okay. that that part's my fault. But <laughs> I think my question is: Is this before or after we're done saving the world? Um, <laughs> this is a terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible thing to say. <laughs> if the world is saved, yeah, he's expendable. If the world is saved, then it's snow. <laughs> because I don't need Kyle anymore. <laughs> it sounds horrible. But that's yeah. A, that's, the funny thing is, that is so much more a Kyle answer than a Ralph answer. <laughs> that's such a Kyle answer. But if the world is not saved yet, well, even then, it still depends. <laughs> <laughs> Even if the world is not saved yet, it's like, how much do I really need Kyle? <laughs> I think this is more a question of on what case, <laughs> in what cases will Ralph opt to save Kyle instead of Snow? Um, the actual question is uh, Ralph, uh, Kyle versus Snow, who do you choose? I added the cliff just to add uh, suspense, and seemingly that did the job. <laughs> Jeez, I think generally it's probably going to be Snow. I'm really sorry. <laughs> but, um, but especially if it's like, if like I hope this never happens, but I hope like let's say like Arc Seven or whatever, like you know. I'm writing this down. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh no, <laughs> like Arc Seven. Like if that situation actually happens, and like you know the last item, like we I need Kyle. Like it's probably gonna go for Kyle, and it's gonna be devastating. But like I think generally speaking, it's probably gonna be Snow. Okay, but also I don't think we're ever. All right, I don't think we're At ever gonna get to a situation right like, where like where like. We're gonna have to like kill off a character or whatever because no, no, no. Kyle Kyle would be long gone. <laughs> yeah. Kyle has hit zero HP right far like, too many times. At this point in time, where like at the end of arc one and also where we are in arc two, I mean, not much has changed between Ralph and Snow. Um, but like at this point in time, that's that's where it is. Who knows? I mean, like in arc four or something, they break up and it's like ah, dang it, you know. So we'll see. Um, yeah. I do remember you guys tossing around uh, a bunch of questions about who the who the mole is uh, yeah. in the Recruits of the Lost, and I remember you tossing out a bunch of names like uh, who, you talked about like Smasher, Mrs. Quagmire, yep. Snow was in there at some point yep. as who the the mole is. Yep, I legitimately yeah. there, was a, there was a point in time where I legitimately thought the end of Arc One was that Snow would reveal herself as the spy, and then it would just be the most like 
terrible, sad thing ever. Um, that did not happen, so. Yet. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah. Dude, alternate universe. Snow, Snow is the mole, and Ralph crosses over to the dark side, and the series ends in a final showdown between a fully evolved Ralph and a fully evolved Kyle. The series could totally end like that. As of now, it could, it could still end like that. That's very true. Uh, it could end. Maybe. Uh, next question comes uh, from Discord. It's Sam Hauser. Uh, he asked a question a while ago, or at least uh, maybe the duplicate question. Uh, he asked, what's the tough part about the homebrew system? Um, so as players, what do you guys think is the tough part about the fact that the system, while a lot of attributes are borrowed from other systems, this is technically a self-made system so um i love homebrew over any sort of like um like pre-written whatever like even with like D because that's most where my ttrpg like experience comes from like i'm generally not a big fan of uh of like the books like that sort of thing um that might just be because because i haven't played like any of the any of like the good ones i'm gonna go on a little bit of a DD rant right now but like when i first got introduced to D, um a friend of mine who like was the GM, he initially started with Heart of the Dragon Queen, which is I think the first part to like the Rise of Tiamat. And Heart of the Dragon Queen, I have heard, is like the worst book of all of them. Um, and it's like very railroady, and the whole quest is basically just like, all right, go fight some cultists, come back, go fight some more cultists, come back, and like so on and so forth. And it's pretty bad. Um, I've heard things that like. For example, Curse of Strahd, I hear is like I hear is like the really good one. I haven't played anything like that, but since that experience, I've kind of always been scarred, and so I always favor like homebrew stuff. Like when I DM for D for D and D, like I do not touch the books. I always go for homebrew, um, with with the exception of like the monster manual that I do refer to. But um, I yes, I do DM. Uh, I haven't DM'd in a while, but I, I have DM before. I think I've DM more than I've played D and D, honestly. Um, but yeah, so. I when when Anna Rude, like approaches me, like this is a homebrew system. I'm like, cool. This is like what I'm. This is what I like. Um, I think, in, in like mathematically, I think the hardest part is like the numbers game, especially right now with like Ralph with his power band is just obliterating everyone in one punch. <laughs> like, if this series was an anime, it would be One Punch Man. Um, and so that's probably the hardest thing is just like working out like the balancing and stuff. Even without power bands and things, like there have been there have been a couple fights where like kyle will get hit and he's at like two health you know um so kind of balancing that stuff out is probably the hardest thing for me as a player but yeah yeah i don't know um, to add to that um you know like as, as a player i don't know i don't have as much experience with ttrpgs as mansur does uh so i mean for me it's like pretty smooth pretty bang on i think it also kind of helps that uh i like skimmed over the system beforehand and like pointed out a few things to Anaruda as he was developing it um but i mean for the most part like it, it, it it's just been a smooth and fun experience i have no complaints i haven't experienced any real hiccups on my end beyond my character being like you know squishier than a kirby but yeah i think um the fun thing is uh and I've, i may have mentioned this to specific people i don't know if i've mentioned this overall uh, this is my first, this podcast is my first TTRPG experience. Like, I have not played D&D before. I have not DM'd Wait, really? before. I have not you didn't played know this? You're so this. good at it. What the hell? <laughs> what? I didn't, I remember, I, I remember, because uh, uh, Mensur, when uh, there were a few people on campus that were trying to schedule a thing, I just never was able to 
find the time to join you guys. So that would have been my first experience, but instead I'm like, alright, you know what, I might as well just uh, do it myself. So this is my first experience. I've done some stuff since then. So I've played in like one-shots on other uh, discords and things like that, but this is where it started, so. Wow. Wow, I really thought you had some experience. I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. This is good. The only experience I would technically have is listening to all of the other podcasts. So um, that would technically be my experience, just kind of listening to how they did it. And then there are some of them that are much more... Uh, so ours, I think, isn't... Ours, you can see behind the scene, effectively. Like, we'll talk about mechanics during the game and things like that. And there are a few other podcasts that do that sort of similar thing of saying, oh, we rolled this because of this reasoning. And that sort of helped me learn more about how to play it. And so from there, I just worked with you guys. And here we are. I will say this. Okay, now knowing this, it makes a lot of sense. But like when you say like roll for perception, and then we roll low, and you're like, okay, wait, never mind. I'll just tell you. Yeah, because makes I, a lot more sense now. Yeah. Well, that okay. and just the uh, the whole like passive perception thing, it was something that I just didn't know about until we started, and it's while we could add it in, I I find it fun to just see you guys roll terribly. I think it also like helps in terms of, like from a mechanics and system standpoint when you've made the system yourself and can change it at any given moment. Yeah, that's another thing that's that, like that's if something isn't working, just... we just change it. It's fine. Yeah, we keep moving on. <laughs> yeah, and then there are times where, um, like, we'll change the system. We'll go back and forth, uh, which I guess I forget what exactly it was, but there's definitely a seeds. thing where I've changed. I think seeds. I've changed the rule like four different times um throughout this entire thing so yeah um i think yeah that pretty much wraps that one up um so kira one asks do evolutions work naturally and this has briefly been touched on i don't think we did it uh to much extent so uh normal evolutions as far as everyone knows works normally when you level up you level up into and devolve into the next form um Trade evolutions are done similar to the Mystery Dungeon games with a link cable. If you need an item to evolve, you usually need to get the item somewhere. Uh, if you need an item and a link cable or something along those lines, you just combine the two and presto, you evolve. Um, so it's very that's very closely related to the Mystery Dungeon games. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Ginny asks in the chat, uh, how do ages versus evolution and slash levels work? Those are two different things. You could be level 100 and 2 years old. You could be level 1 and be 100. So, uh, those are very different things. I know that these guys initially, I think when they started off as level five, they were like in the fifth grade because that makes sense, right? And uh, yeah, we kind of implied it at the start, but it's it's not really a correlation. Yeah, there's no real thing. So, uh, I don't think she is. But like for example, Susie's probably level one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pro probably. I don't have a stat block built up for her, so she could be like not, but. I think you need to change that probably to uh, definitely. Susie's never been if in a fight stronger. Like if she ever were to, she would just obliterate. Like no question, she would just obliterate anyone in her path. Like this child is so powerful. Um, the impression that I've gotten is that, like generally speaking, like the older a Pokemon is, the more likely they are that they're evolved. Like Ralph's mom is a Machamp. Kyle's family, like his sister, his older sister, is a Rovile. Yes, did I get that right? Um, mm -hmm his parents and and stuff like they're reptiles um but that's not like a hard that's like that, that's a rule you can play hard and fast with like i'm sure there are some really really old like squirtles or something but yeah 
yeah, it makes it easier to say that. Um, hold up. Uh, it makes it easier to say that the evolved Pokemon are older and things like that because it just makes sense from a like a logic standpoint. But there is no actual correlation between the two. Yeah. Cool. Um, guys, we are winding it down. We only have I have three questions left on my okay. sheet. Wow. Um, so, uh, this question comes from Sven, uh, and the question is, what song has hit you hardest emotionally? And this is from the background musics oh. in the episode, so... <laughs> I thought in general, like, in my life. <laughs> I mean, you can answer that way as well. Uh, I think, uh, to make this easier for Muhammad, since he doesn't listen to the podcast, uh, just what Pokemon music really relates to you, or what hits you hard, if you know what I mean? You could say, like, a soundtrack or something like that. See, here's the thing, like... I don't think like I've ever like heard like po- like Pokemon soundtrack music and been like, oh, this hits different. Um, but I did have the moment the other day where I, I was in a Zoom call and like at the beginning, like someone was playing music as people were coming in and he was playing uh, uh, a Gen 4 like lo- lo-fi remix. And I was like, oh, man, yes, this is great. I love this. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't listen to podcasts. None of the background music has definitely hit me different, although I'm sure like. I'm sure Anu's done a good job with, you know, matching tone and things like that because he knows what he's doing. I don't remember the names of the tracks, but the song, the one that I like the most, and probably has the most emotional impact on me is like, it's. It, I think it's like guitar-y, if I remember correctly. Like, it's uh, like. Do you know? Do you know when it was playing? Like around. Uh, we it's usually this. like when we're in, when we're in like when we're back at. Or it's never like when we're in a battle. It's always like when we're like just chilling at home and like goofing around like oh i think uh is it the one that like almost always plays on every single episode probably <laughs> um because <laughs> there's a few tracks like that I, th- I know which one you're talking about see uh i think it's the route 47 remix yeah, I've, I've effectively deemed that um yeah so if you look up uh glitch x city and then route 47 remix heart gold soul silver i'm gonna listen to this right now let me see and i have to click past this ad give me four seconds <laughs> that one shows up a lot in the podcast so the songs themselves are generally associated with specific things and you'll see a theme behind them as well so for example if they're in a forest i literally go and look up a forest remix and if they're uh if it's nighttime or if it's the early morning i have a lo-fi yeah. uh remix and things like that. is that the song yeah the route 47 remix is, is the one yeah <laughs> yeah that one i've effectively deemed your your two's like theme song in the background because that's Aww. the song that always plays when uh because I, I use that basically as the filler song when I don't know what to put, but you both are in the scene, so I just toss out the mic. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, um, so I listen to a lot of Pokemon soundtracks because I, I like the, the video, I like video game music a lot, and so there's a few songs that come up. Um, obviously, one of the best songs is the ending of Explorers of Sky, um, that, and, and Explorers of Time, Darkness, and Sky. Uh, the music for that is just wonderful. It makes you want to cry. Have I cried? I refuse to comment because I'm supposed to be the cool one on the podcast, but uh, mm. it's it's such a good song. and um, That definitely hits emotionally. Uh, in the podcast, there are a few songs that hit me differently. Both of them are snow songs. Um, the snow song that normally plays with her, which is the Pokemon Heroes one, that one hits well because that really does emphasize the snow aspect of things. And then sometimes when she's really in a mood or being very serious, it's the Black and White Unwavering Emotions remix. That's a very, uh, that's a very good song as well. Both, all three of these songs are very like emotionally made, which is why Glitch X City is possibly, probably, actually the goat of uh, Pokemon remixes. So, um, yeah. Uh, 
yeah, there's a few of them. I'll probably just, maybe afterwards in the Discord, I'll just link a bunch of songs or something like that and be like, this one's good and this one's good. Um, do, 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 do. So two more questions. Both come from Fran. Unless, uh, okay, well, maybe they shouldn't come from Fran because Fran's out here roasting me in the chat. But uh, <laughs> uh, I will be nice, Fran. So last two questions, unless anyone wants to toss them into GM's office uh, before we end it up. So Fran has two questions, both of them about this. Uh, the first one is, are you shocked about the reception that you got from the podcast? Or is there something that shocked you about that reception? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm I'm not... What doesn't shock me isn't that... Uh, what, what, what shocked me isn't, like... Uh, I, I, I wasn't expecting, like, anything in terms of, like, negative reception or anything like that. Like, like the positive reception, like, it's it's been fantastic. And, like, I love you all for it. Um but I mean, I also like I, I like I listened to the the episodes before like the arcs their episodes before they went out, and I was like, yo, this slaps, um, straight up. Like Otter did a banger job with it. Um, but I think what kind of surprised me is um, just the growth that we've seen so quickly. Um, like it's 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 just been I, I I thought like it would take us much longer to get to the point we're at than it did, um, and that that's it's, it's just been really amazing to see like i didn't think i was going to make a discord until 2021 yet here we are yeah i think for me it's been like just i genuinely i remember there was um like we released like a, only like a few episodes and then aaron was like we've got fan art i was like huh <laughs> um and i just I, I don't i i'm just so surprised with um like how like how we've managed to just have a community uh so early on like i really did not think that was possible almost um that's for a while um so that just makes me really happy i'd be like we have a discord and that we would record a live q a session and people would actually submit questions and people actually kind of care about to me that's just that just blows my mind so i, I already got mushy gushy with my fan art submission but <laughs> i i truly like i'm just so grateful it's, it's been wonderful honestly yeah i think it's been a lot of fun uh yeah, I, I think I'm, well, I'm with these guys. I'm not shocked about the reception. I'm shocked about the fact that it happened so quickly. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like... Because I relate everything with all of the other ones that I've seen. So all of the other podcasts uh, took a while to grow. Or I felt like they took longer. It might not have. It might have been uh, the same amount of time to grow at the same level that they did. But uh, I, I felt like, like all these guys have such huge communities. And us having our little bubble inside of this... Uh, large place of the world and words and phrases that i can't say um i think uh just building that as quickly as i feel like we did is surprising to me um so yeah i think not shocked but surprised i think is the best way yeah like i, I checked I... the anchor last night and it was like estimated audience size 47 i'm like what 47 people regularly listen to our content no way uh, so yeah um i will throw this in now though um, cause like, like, yes, I am kind of like, it did kind of take me by surprise at first, but it's also just a testament to the work that Anurus put in with this. Cause like, th this is, this is his baby. This is his brainchild. Um, he's putting a lot of work to, to develop this thing, but also in terms of, uh, like, what, what was it? Like probably six months before we even first recorded the thing, he was reaching out to people and getting feedback and getting input and like it. He laid the found the foundation for us to get off to the strong start that we did. Um, it's just a testament to 
the work that he put in and continues to put in um like the the fact that like I, we we got involved with the network pokemon pokecasters network as quickly as we did is just a testament to the work and effort he's put in um yeah no like again like it was a surprise but at the same time like it, it, it's it's fully well deserved like for the work that he's put in 100 percent. so wholesome <laughs> so wholesome so wholesome uh we that being said i will whoop him in madden any day <laughs> uh okay we're actually getting extra questions right now and so uh, i will add them in uh fran your final question will have to wait um so next question comes from sven uh who asks what moment in the podcast did you find amusing hmm. oh. oh there's been a bunch there's been a bunch how would you go um i can't think of one um yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. Give, give okay. me some to work off of here. My probably the one that resulted in like the hardest laugh for me was um, when I was in the when I was in Sir Crit's office, and then he asked like, I don't remember what it, I don't remember what the conversation was exactly, but at some point I was like, yeah, the, remember the, you know like the train bombing? We did that. I mean like, oh. no, no, I didn't say that. I said I said that was us. <laughs> that was the that was the line, um, and I did not realize <laughs> that I had like what it sounded like coming out of my mouth until after the fact um and so i think i like to like backpedal i was like wait no i i mean we didn't do it that, that was a fantastic it. moment um i i, I remember oh. listening to that episode like after it was produced and i like just laughed laughed my butt off <laughs> even after like i knew what was happening still really funny uh, the, the thing i love is there there i mean this is really just like mansoor's kind of penchant for comedy here but man he says some funny stuff um and like there 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 are just some bits that like like is is kyle tired of some things yes is that partially me kind of like projecting a bit because like grown humor yes but at the same time like the whole like bronze roses bit like <laughs> it, that's still just funny that's still just a, that's just still funny um, and you <laughs> it's definitely not gonna end with the boulder stars i'll tell you that <laughs> we're part of the boulder stars that's what's gonna happen for well, the next here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing if i had not said this just now i'm sure you forgot about it like <laughs> I'm oh, sure. yeah yeah you're right <laughs> you fully forgot about it i just i just signed myself up for another arc of pain yep <laughs> oh boy here we go here we go <laughs> Ooh, from Kane seven nine six for Mansour and Muhammad. What would your ideal move sets be for Ralph and Kyle? Ooh, ooh, boy. Um, hmm. uh, as they stand right now, um, and I might be throwing in some moves that Trigo can't learn, but like Grobon Subtal can. Um, I would love if Kyle could just have like a more like well-rounded move set. Um. Kyle definitely needs, uh, like, a grass-type physical attack. Something like a Leaf Blade would be fantastic. Um, if we could get that Absorb up to, like, a Mega or a Giga Drain, that would also be fantastic. Um, like, like, I, like I, need, I need Kyle to be able to dish out some hits. Um, what else would I throw in? I got two more spots. Um... I'd probably throw in something like a, uh, like 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 a stun spore or something, some sort of uh, 
some sort of a uh, not a status condition inducing move is the word is the sequence of words I'm looking for. Uh, something like that, just to kind of round things out nicely. You know, give him some versatility there. Um, and I'd probably also like to have something along the lines of like a quick attack or something like that um, for those times where I don't roll well in the initiative because uh, the way we've run, the way we've made quick attack work is you go top of the initiative order on the next sequence. So like something like that, especially if like, ooh, like if there's a situation where like Kyle's at the bottom of the initiative order, hits a quick attack and then gets to go first and hits like a, like, like a leaf blade or something. Boom, boom. That would be fantastic. Something like that. So my answer is a lot shorter. <laughs> You're asking the wrong guy because I don't know anything. Um, I do remember there is a point in one of the episodes where we were basically just going shopping. And I, I think this is the first time Ralph walked into like a TM store. And I was like, I really need a move that is effective against types that Ralph would be weak against. So I think the one I wanted was like electric, um, like electric punch. I think that was the move. I hope I got that right. Um but like, and then like Ralph was like, "How much is it?" And they were like, "You know, ten thousand poke or some absurd number." Ralph was like, "What? No, sorry." Um, but yeah, like my head is just like I always want moves that work well against like flying types and like bug types, um, or at least it's not like you know 0.5 multiplier. Um, that's kind of all I have. <laughs> I really don't know that much. Um, I mean, I guess a status condition would be nice, although Lear is kind of like that because it lowers defense. It's it's, um, it's a stat changing move not like a status condition that's true. um that's true. like um stat changing moves I, I i'm still not sure where i'm at on them um because like on the one hand like they are useful and there are times like like that one time like i used the stun steed and just spammed leer right like that was like uh, that, that was a fun strategy but at the same time like i would definitely like enjoy having just ways to actually deal a significant amount of damage um because or because like at this point like i'm gonna be pouring like every level up i'm just gonna be pouring stuff into kyle's defense and well as much as i can um like his attack stats are fine it's just he can't take a hit um yeah i also just want to move with the word punch in the name <laughs> because all of my moves are like it's low kick leer and low sweep which i'm gonna learn from the sock eventually um and like ralph's whole personality like he loves punching things and all of his moves are kicks <laughs> or like what, with his what, what if ralph just had a punch move set like what if ralph just knew like mock punch focus punch thunder punch um there's definitely a fourth punch that ice punch if so i can like, get to a point like that that would be cool <laughs> but that's about it like like that like i think that that's the ideal uh ralph moves that right there oh plus like you get like some status conditions there with like thunder punch and ice punch and like mark punch because you like a fun little like because i'm sure mark punch will work work something similar to like quick attack oh, that, that's a, that's a solid know. that's a solid move set you're welcome for that <laughs> is it dynamic punch also? dynamic punch is a move uh it's basically just like a super powered punch um I, I i'd say maybe throw dynamic punch instead of focus punch there you maybe. go that's my ideal moveset. Thank you, Mohammed. <laughs> yeah, no, that 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 would that would be a really fun moveset just because it's like, all right, just punches all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, Kane threw in the chat. By the way, I'm back. Hi. Um, Hi. Kane threw in the chat. Uh, 
I think Ralph could benefit from his moveset being Thunder Punch, Drain Punch, Ice Punch, and uh, another punch. I think he has Ice Punch twice, but that and like Mock Punch or something like that. Drain Drain Punch is oh dra Drain Punch would be solid. Um, although to be fair, the, the healing, at least so far, hasn't been as much as an issue for Ralph. Yeah, but yeah, there's not much Ralph can do once he gets like his health down. Like, but yeah. also we haven't been in that situation. We've been in that situation once. Yeah. Arc Zero episode like three or four. That's the one time we've been in that situation. So yeah. Oh well, we'll find out as Ralph learns more moves. Yeah. That um, oh, uh, this is gonna circle back like way back to something that doesn't work well. But I mean, this is something that's like slightly irritating. Um, I hate how slow we level up. <laughs> like oh, yes. it is just frustrating. Um, like it makes sense, and like because the story is so slow paced, it works out fine anyways. Um, but man, I we have done so much, and Kyle is still level eight. <laughs> Or, I don't even, is Kyle even level 8 at this point? Kyle might still be level 7. <laughs> like, yeah. Kyle has, like, leveled up two or three times. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. I don't think, uh, no, it's kind of a spoiler, I won't say. Never mind. Oh, no, I, I, I have comments about Arc 2 relating to this, too, but I'm gonna keep those to myself. Um, cool, so, uh, I'm basically stalling, sort of, slightly, uh, to wait for questions to come up in case anyone has some last minute ones Do you have uh, one last minute question yes before that uh, i would like to get my input on the question that Sven asked earlier about what what moment in the podcast did i find amusing um i don't know if you said it does but did, did you guys mention the the bronze roses yes <laughs> yes we did mention the that... bronze roses and now apparently the boulder stars is gonna be a thing oh, too oh gosh so the boulder stars it's the boulder stars <laughs> That's oh, please um so okay. i think yeah, for arc three we are going to go to the most like hard to elongate <laughs> build game in in the region and i don't know that, how that's gonna work i feel like you could have a theme for anything <laughs> yeah mansor would be like, the triskaidekaphobia or something <laughs> um but one thing I found amusing was, and this is more on the editing side of the baseball game, which in hindsight was a terrible thing. I think it did not turn out particularly well, but um, when recording, it sounded amazing. <laughs> uh, but I, I found that amusing just because uh, baseball is a sport that I don't know much about, but to pretend like I did for a baseball game was very, it was amusing in how I flew. Yeah, I I, I had a lot of fun with that, and especially like the editing backwards and doing all the, like the commentary and stuff like that. Um, that was definitely uh, amusing, to say the least. Ginny has a few more questions. Uh, why the choice for XP rather than milestones? I felt like it fit in more with the Pokemon theme. It's because uh, you suck. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That too. <laughs> that too. I'm a terrible individual. But uh, I, when I was creating the system. Uh, the other systems out there that do Pokemon Mystery Dungeon make them more of a D&D-esque thing, so they have milestones or they have uh, specific benchmarks that you have to reach. I wanted to make this the closest game representative as possible, so that's why there are so many different orbs, which I don't think other systems have. There's like specific descriptions for each item that even the dumb ones that uh, are never going to be used, there's still descriptions for those. So uh, to continue on that sort of thing, in the games they have experience points, so... I kept that here with uh, with keeping experience points instead of milestones. Um, as, as we have heard, 
the experience points level up system is very slow, probably because I don't throw you guys in nearly as many battles as uh, you would normally see in other podcasts. That might be part of the reason why. Yeah, I think I think that's a big thing. Like, it's it's a it's a combination of the fact that like you've scaled the experience to be very close to the game, and we also have not had many battle encounters. Um, so when we do end up in a battle, it's you know we're not getting too much XP out of it, um, and like the, we're we're not seeing a lot of those battles in the first place. So it's kind of a combination. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think that's just the thing of whether you want to change that or not it depends on what works well for the story for you. I think I think the biggest thing is just either get more people involved in the battles because the battles so far have been very much two against one, which is why the experience you guys are getting are like pennies. But if I start having two on two battles or um, bringing an extra person to help you guys and it becomes three on three, that increases the um, the experience points tremendously. Especially if because uh, one factor in experience is how many people are on your team. And there's typically two people, so it splits it halfway. But if either in your solo episodes you go bouncing around with battling a hundred different people, or if you two go up against a four-member team or a six-member team or something like that, um, the experience points you get from that will be truckloads. So okay, but know, also also the one time Kyle had a one-on-one, it did not end well. Like Kyle yeah, could okay, have gotten that, mad experience points, but uh, didn't very didn't happen. Yeah, meanwhile. Ralph kicks a sock and bam, <laughs> instant instant kill. Yeah, um, yeah. We need we need a couple episodes where we're just like farming, <laughs> like we're just beating up like bidoofs, and then that's the episode. Yeah, Kira in the chat actually has a really. I I might actually implement that if I can figure out a way of doing that immediately. That's a really good idea of having experience for skill challenges. Uh, you say that uh, use a combo of moves or ability checks to solve an issue. I could definitely see that being a different way of doing it. I could yeah. I, I, I was gonna I was gonna suggest something similar when we wrapped up because now like I'm also thinking through like how could we like accelerate the experience uh, gaining and I mean slight spoiler but from what we've recorded in Arc Two so far it hasn't come up yet which means we could totally like just ret like not retcon part of our Arc Two but integrate it into what we do like starting next week and things oh, like did that. Did you mention that we haven't had a battle yet in Arc Two? I, d I did not say that. We may or may not have had a battle yet. We may or may not have lost that battle. Um, we, I, I, this is all stuff that I could or could couldn't or could not be true. Um, okay. All I'm saying is we have not gained any experience so far in Arc Two um, okay. from what we've recorded of it. That could be one episode. That could be ten episodes. Who knows? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Loki. Do you guys know how many episodes of this? Because I don't. It's I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> um. When I say everything is as pure conjecture, I'm as confused as anyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, so, uh, I'd like to keep Fran's question last because I think it's a really cool question. And it does sort of wrap everything up because we are reaching that point. We've got However, more. I am waiting. Oh, does Jenny have more? Did I not go all, do all uh, What do you like about doing a podcast and what do you not oh. like? Well, here I am, big brain, uh, not answering all the questions. Uh, what do I like about doing a podcast and what do we not like? Um, have we touched on this before? We've sort of skimmed around this. We we, uh, like we, we did kind of touch on this a little bit. I will reiterate my answer. Um, and this will probably like you know get cut. Great thing. I get to have fun with these guys. Bad thing. I have to have fun with these guys. Oh, uh, I didn't answer the question. That's what they're saying. Uh, yeah. No, you, you, I think because that question might have been directed at us too. Either that or you just refuse to answer um what do i like about doing a podcast 
that's a really good question. I think it's a cool way. I have a, a um, I don't know if it's a need or just a preference. I like to keep things recorded down, especially if I play through a game or something like that. Something that you can't necessarily get that same experience again. So if you play through a game that doesn't have a multiple ending or a, uh, a different storyline each time you play or something like that, something that's concrete, I like to... Uh, I like to remember those times. So, for example, just like um, uh, Pokemon Diamond. I, rem I remember my first playthrough of Pokemon Diamond vividly, and I really enjoy that sort of experience of, like, I don't know what to see. I don't know what the world is like. Spinning that around to here, I really wanted to sort of document this story. It's, it's a way of writing down improv, which is the complete opposite of what you're supposed to do. With improv, you're supposed to tell a story, and then it, it's into the disappearance, the void, or whatever. Um... This is a way of sort of writing that down and keeping those uh, ideas and memories and the fun times and the bad times and the nutty times and all that sort of stuff kept in a place that I can always just go back and be like, hey, I remember when I did that. And so uh, that's sort of the cool thing about a podcast is that it's just available. You know, all you have to do is go on the Internet uh, on your phone and your laptop or whatever, wherever you listen to it and just uh, see that. Um I can I'm gonna cut in before you add the second part. Um, well, actually, the 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 roots of improv improv was actually originally done to uh, uh, do idea generation for sketches. So the original point of improv was so that the funny stuff we came up with would be written down. Um, but yeah, no, like I, I just had to go and ruin your answer. Sorry if about we that. If we were in person, I would throw a water bottle at you. Yep, I were. <laughs> um, actually, or an we'll, umbrella. We'll put in a little bit. Yeah, because like I I mentioned, like you know having a hard time sometimes it's like oh i don't have the energy to bring up rough but like a unique challenge for me because i've never done any kind of podcast or like voice recording work before this before this podcast um i think for me my experience with performance is very much based on like the combination of all those things of like you know portraying a character through voice and like body language and physicality and like uh being able to see like my facial expressions granted when i do improv half the time my face looks like i'm about to break but regardless um <laughs> like in a podcast you only have access to one of those things it is your voice and that's it basically um and so there's like a unique challenge of like trying to portray this character using and your voice is the only but also probably the most powerful tool that you have um like in a podcast setting which I think is a really difficult thing that I'm still trying to figure out. So that's just like the biggest challenge for me. Not necessarily a bad thing, just like something I could work on and continue to work on. Cool. Um, what do you not like? Uh, I guess editing. Um, although I'm starting to appreciate that more. I think initially I despised the editing because I was going through every segment of it. But now it's a lot easier to edit. Um, what else? I, there, there are very few things I dislike about a podcast just because I'm obsessed with them. Uh, waiting for the next episode is the second one, I think. Um, I think, uh, yeah, usually it's a lot of, like, the minute details. Like, I, I'm not, this just might be me. Because of the fact that this is very improv-based, uh, I don't like planning things. So, uh, that might be something I dislike if I'm, if I have to plan something out. And, uh, because I, I have to know, like, the beginning of an arc or something like that. Like, that I had to plan out because these guys were effectively on their own into the wide abyss so uh things like that kind of bother me because i like to see where they go there are a bunch of things in this podcast that uh they never would have happened had 
a minor comment been said. So the entire Snow character would not have happened if Muhammad didn't say, oh, like something basically like that. Planning things out prevents those type of random situations from happening. I can think of a bunch more actually now that I think about it. Like Susie, Susie's not supposed to exist. But because uh, Mansoor went into a daycare, Susie eventually showed up. Like things like that, just weird things that uh, that happen just because of decisions made by these guys. Uh, it really helps to 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 generate ideas on the fly, which is much cooler than planning everything out. Um, Before we hop into the next question, uh, something about the podcast format that I think works really well for Andrew is he is tremendous with voices. Um, and I got to see, I got to see it like doing improv with them, but like, just like, I, I, part of it, like, is the fact that like, you know, as DM, he gets to do all these different characters and he gets to flex it. Um, but also like, again, a podcast, the only thing you're doing is listening. Um, and he is fantastic with voices, fantastic with accents. Um, and it's, it's a chance for him to get to flex it, which he didn't get to do a lot in improv workshops. Um. At least not to the extent that he has now. So that's also really cool. Yeah. Also, I get to do the little kid voice, Muhammad, that they always tell me not to do. We, dude. Uh, <laughs> so me and Anru, we try, like, we, our goal in improv workshops was to, one, get to do a scene together. And then one, like, one A was, all right, we want to do a scene together where we're both playing little kid voices because we love doing annoying little kid voices. And uh, we, we, we've managed to make that a reality, and it's great. Yeah. Uh, to answer Jenny's <laughs> question, um, it's not like they're like, oh, the kid voice sucks. Like, it, they're fine. Um, <laughs> the reason why they tell people that, and also my first bit of feedback when I first started doing improv was, like, basically diversify your characters. Um, and so, like, if a lot of times, like, if people in the improv world see you, like, doing the same character over and over, they're like, oh, we'll try something new. Try a character who, like, you know, isn't the three characters that you always fall back on yeah also the, the, big thing when I was... the, deep, the deeper level to that feedback is in addition to diversifying your characters um it's when when your character is a child it is very hard to add depth which in the in the scope of like you know improv both like you know in single scene and like long form stuff it it becomes if your character doesn't have depth it really limits what you can do and the possibilities you can explore. Now, I think we kind of avoid this here because one, we, we kind of gave these characters a bit more depth and had more time to think through, but also just like the fact that there's a bigger storyline kind of helps add like intrigue to the story that there definitely wouldn't be if it was just Ralph and Kyle at school because kids are just like relatively one dimensional as characters. Yeah, if this entire story was Ralph and Kyle at school, it would be much more tame compared to uh, your anime story of child goes on world adventure type thing. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's just the... I think when I was initially starting off with improv, I would go on the default option of old man, myself, kid. And those were like the three characters that I pinned on a lot. And then as time went on, I started to diversify into, okay, well, I don't have to be old man. I can be old man doing this. Or I, can, I don't have to be kid. I can be teenager doing that. And like building branches off of those and using those as characters definitely helps um to talk about depth though there was that one time that i played god <laughs> i remember that that was amazing <laughs> oh that spoon river was fantastic <laughs> uh, i think this was before my time 
That was uh, before. Yeah. This was uh, before your time. Oh man, that was a scene. <laughs> that was that. I think that might have been one of the highlights of my improv career. Is I got to play God in the scene, was... like 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 the literal God. And the, and the thing is, that was one of my favorite Spoon Rivers too, because like looking back, it was like just like the OG improv squad was doing it. Like I think me and me and you were in that. Deb was in that. Maddie was in that. Like they were. Oh man, that was a way back in Spoon River. That was a good time in freshman year. Of course, we got great talent like Mansour coming in afterwards, but it was, you know. Yeah, these talented kids came in and ruined everything that I used to be. Yeah, Workshop was never the same. Can't remember when they used to be on other days. Dude, rest in peace Thursday shop. Thursday shop was amazing. <laughs> the switch um, to Wednesday shop, like, completely, like, like, it, threw things for it's, more, it's more coincidence than, like, correlation. It's, it's more correlation than causation, but... I, I, I will attribute a little bit of my lack of involvement last year to the switch from Thursday to Wednesday. That's yeah, fair. just because of the busyness and like change of schedule. Also, I just realized this has absolutely nothing to do with not a scratch, but... No, no, y'all are just <laughs> getting a little peek into our lives. Yeah. Um. So as of right now, there are no more questions. So with that, we can go into the final question that I've been saving because it's the perfect way to end it off. Uh, Fran asked this question... Uh, all the time, and we'll ask it again. What is a question you are shocked that nobody has asked you yet? About the podcast, or like in life? About in this <laughs> Q and A, uh, what? It, well, I guess in 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 life, but the question is generally designed for the Q and A. So, what is a question you're surprised nobody asked, and then answer it? Hmm. That is a fantastic question. Fran asks this question in every Q and A, and it's always good. And now it has been used on me, and I feel content with life. That is that is an amazing question. Yeah. Hats off to you. That is a phenomenal question. Very good one. Shout out, Brad. Oh. I gotta actually think about this for a second because I don't know right away. Um, I mean, people asked about the origins of our characters. Um, I'm trying to think of like what's. I'm trying to think more not in terms of like not a scratch in general, but in terms of like a question that would be direct, like that I would expect to have been asked now. I I know a question. I have technically told specific people the answer but i was expecting a lot more questions about like what's your favorite pokemon which i have shared a lot so that doesn't really quite apply for me but it could apply for you too no yeah like yeah. like stuff like stuff like that for sure um oh yeah for uh, for people listening i mean i guess yeah we haven't uh, i have we haven't been asked like the standard like icebreaker questions of like you know how old are you guys like that sort of thing um yeah yeah um, that's not really that, where that doesn't where my head like, right now um I'm, I think, I'm a little surprised, because uh, especially this was a, this was a thing, especially in arc one. Um, I'm surprised y'all aren't more curious about why Kyle is so like apathetic to like you know almost everything. Um, I'm surprised that didn't come up. I'm surprised that that wasn't a question because I, I I feel like I feel like as as the arc's gone on, I, I I've seen a lot of y'all be like. Yo, why is Kyle just so mad all the time? But you guys just accept it, and it's great. <laughs> I'm still thinking. I think the first thing that pops into my head, and this is like, so not like the icebreaker questions of like, how old are you guys? But just sort of like more general questions about like me, Muhammad, and Andrew, like as people. Um, they're mean, not here for us, they're here for the characters. I know, I know, but still. Um, that's kind of like the only thing that I can really think of that hasn't been too much of. I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, privacy is nice, but... Um, but yeah, it just hasn't been too much about like, you know, us in life. 
that's kind of all I can really think of. You guys have asked a lot of questions that I honestly was like, whoa, I didn't know. I don't know if anyone would ask that, but yeah. yeah. Also, I, I realized I completely skipped the second half of it. Um, why, like, to answer the question of why is Kyle like so apathetic and almost like mad a bunch of the time and annoyed? Uh, Kyle is very out of his element, um, and Kyle is very much just in this in in, in the mindset of. Oh boy, uh, we we need to get this done, and like we can't do like anything else. Like Kyle, Kyle is still like very new to everything, and is I guess in a way a bit overwhelmed. Um, I think something we'll see. We're 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 starting to see it a little bit in arc two, and I'm sure it's something we'll see as we go forward. As Kyle gets more into his element, he'll um, like he'll he'll open up a bit and be less of like that one track, single dimensional kind of character. Yeah, I definitely feel like, um, at least in the, at least, especially in the beginning of Arc Zero and Arc One, like Ralph has been very much waiting for this kind of adventure his whole life. Like he, Ralph has very much been like, I cannot wait until I get the mysterious paper that you know takes me on this wild adventure to save the world. Right? I think he's been like aching for this, and it, and now it's happening. So he's just excited to like have fun and do all the cool, cool, cool crazy things. Um, whereas Kyle, I feel like it just sort of happened to him. Like he wasn't expecting it. He, heck, he didn't even want to go to guild tryouts in Arc Zero. No, yeah, like like Kyle was not at all prepared. Kyle was like, this goes against like, like Kyle's life literally changed overnight. Yeah. <laughs> literally, yeah. so. And then like all of a sudden, you know, he's tasked with like, now you have to save the world. So I think Kyle's very much like, okay, this is the one thing that matters right now. It's not about the adventure. It's not about the fun. It's not about all the cool, quirky characters we meet along the way. It's not about, like, any potential love interests. It is about saving the universe because I didn't ask for this. Like, that's very much, like, the, I think, what Kyle's uh, headspace is like, whereas Ralph is just like, I cannot wait to go on my own little anime miniseries, you know? Um, also, so. another part of it for Kyle is, like, here's this kid that, like, you've never talked to and has never, like, approach like never talk to you at all and like you don't talk to anyone at school right like because you're just like you're doing your own thing and you're happy with that and now all of a sudden you you, you and this kid are like traveling together because you know world saving it's like uh, what huh huh yeah honestly there are a lot of points in the podcast where i feel like you know like in a video game when you're playing like the uh like the like escort quest like there's like the kid that's always like running off into trouble and you have to like protect them and it's always like a big pain in the butt I genuinely feel like a lot of points in the story, like Ralph is very much the kid who like is constantly getting themselves like into trouble and getting hurt and saying the wrong thing. And Kyle's just like, oh my God, can you stay out of this for like one second? Can we focus on the main quest line for like a second? Um, which I love. I love that about their dynamic, at least for now. But yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. Like, I, I think, I don't know if this is quite what I envisioned like, exactly, but it definitely kind of lines up with. I, I definitely wanted there to be an interesting character dynamic, and uh, oh boy, there is. <laughs> cool. I do know one question that I'm surprised nobody has asked, like player characters and y'all people in chat and listening. Uh, what? 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 Who sent the letter for the train bombing? Oh, I don't know. I still don't know what the f- happened with the train bombing. Like, oh sorry, I, I curse. Um, I don't know what happened. Like, I, I, I legitimately have no idea. <laughs> I just kind of yeah. like was like, oh, that's really concerning. I don't know where we can get an answer for that, so we just kind of let it let it let it slide. Yeah, that sounds like a that, that's a that's a plot thread that's sitting out there and just kind of like sitting. 
now now I will say I will say that that the pre the the pretense on which uh, uh like under which you brought this up is what's a question that people haven't had you're surprised people haven't asked and answer it oh yeah um <laughs> insert redacted sign here also a quick answer to that question do you guys record with cameras on no <laughs> we know what we look like so we don't need cameras they don't need to see my face my face is not something you want to see there have been um, a couple times before recording sessions stuff where we'd be in a Discord call and I've seen what Anurud's setup oh, is like. And I think I, it. Actually, it's just hit me now. One question that I'm really surprised no one has asked is like, do you guys planning on having like guests or like guest stars or like, you know, having a character be voiced by someone else? Um, yeah, that's actually a good question. I'm surprised no one's asked that. And I actually kind of want to ask that question myself because like, <laughs> I kind of like the idea of having like a guest or a guest star, either someone that we know in real life or someone from like the Pokecasters network. Net network. Um, or like having someone voice a character or something like. I I will I will say before Honor you give the actual answer to this question. I know this is something that I don't know if all three of us talked about it, but I know me and you definitely talked about it once or twice. Uh, and like we were brainstorming like people that might potentially like people we know that might want to come on for an episode or two. Um, don't know if that at all relates to the official answer here. Um, so you guys are gonna get to hear this if you're listening to the uh this question and answer segment. So if you're listening to this right now, uh, via live chat, if you're listening to the episode and it's before Halloween, then I'm interested in doing a special episode without these two guys that will be released. And it would be with the system. And, uh, I know exactly what storyline it's going to be. I just have to work out like the specific kinks, but I'm interested in doing that. And there are, I need four people for that. Uh, don't sign up now. There is a side story story in place technically i love this idea oh my god i something dude. tells me this has something to do with the uh with the uh with the evil guys that's my neither confirm nor deny that. anything <laughs> that is so good how the only rules are you have to know what's going on that's effectively it so um i more details will probably come out later this month yeah yeah so i gotta work out like long-term story kings but that's a thing um so there'll be like one week in October where there'll just be a random episode that has nothing to do with these guys. Um, yeah, and also you two are not allowed to like know anything about it. So I assume we'll know well, about uh, it when they released, but yeah, no. Like here's the thing, Monster. You listen to the podcast. Like you're gonna know, but I'm just gonna be in the dark. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. I'm. Um, <laughs> I'll make a confession. I was keeping up with the podcast very well up until like arc one, episode like seven or eight. Um, after that, like, life got really busy, and I'm kind of... I listened to the finale last night. <laughs> like, to refresh... <laughs> to refresh on, like, what happened. Um, and then, like, all the episodes, like, in between, like, between, like, arc... Between, like, episodes, like, 8 and, like, 12, like, I have not listened to, I don't think. There you so. go. So, they don't they don't even know what's going on anyway. We're so. fake fans. Yeah. I will say this. Um, Like, actually, I can tell you right now which ones I have not listened to, because, uh, fun fact, when we first started this, uh, this series, like... Um, I used to be the one that named all the episodes. So, Arc Zero, Episode Zero, all the way up until... Till episode, I think, Arc One, Episode Five, I named them. Six and Seven, I did not name them. Uh, eight, Ralph, Eight R, I did. Um, and that's it. I haven't named an episode since. So, those are the ones I did not listen to, like, as they were being produced or right before they came out. So, and those ones Andrew has named, so... Yeah, at go. some point, I think one one of the episodes, whichever one was the first one that Mansoor didn't name, 
was one of the one I think the first time that I was like pushed to the limit, so I just named it myself. Because normally I send this to these guys and they kind of skim through it and then uh, name. Uh, typically, Mansur is the one that uh, names it. I think that day I was just like very late with it and I'm like, all right, I'll just name it myself. And at this point, naming is such a small thing uh, that I usually end up thinking of a name while I'm editing, so I just toss it in there. And then if the name is terrible, they'll probably tell me. Apparently, none have been terrible yet, so. Yeah, you've done a great job of like coming into your own because at the beginning you definitely were like checking in with us a lot more. Um, yeah, now you're building, that, you're building you're building that confidence now. Like, you, man, you got it. You're I don't need y'all. I yeah. can do this um, thing myself. I just say uh, the word finale, terrible name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's an awful name. Why would you need the last episode finale? Yeah, also, disgusting. the word finale is dumb. It should clearly be pronounced final because you know English has weird rules and it could totally be pronounced that way. I think this relates back to the very first topic we were talking about two and a half hours ago, because I think there was a comment about English being dumb then, and That's here we called are, a callback, baby! Uh, special episode when oh, <laughs> Aider plays in Mentor ITM? You don't want that. <laughs> you really don't want that. Because, um, like, if I were DMing, I would just take the story in a crazy place. Like, you don't want that at all. Um, I have DM things before, so, like, if hypothetically if we were to do like a spin-off series or something and i were the one dming that sure why not but not <laughs> you really don't want to see that for this story i i think by the time like the main story of this thing is done we'll have set up so many interesting like places and plot points that you could definitely dm a spin-off series if you wanted to slap i do have to say there is and this is just to keep you guys uh in suspense and kind of building off some of the comments that uh, have been mentioning in the chat there is an underlying reason why a lot of plot points that are seemingly left off are not left off like oh, there, there's a reason uh for example there is a reason why um susie gets all these items there is a reason what? why the bombing letter is there is <laughs> oh no there is a reason why susie is doing susie things there is a reason why uh the train bombing letter came and it happened on that day there are most of the uh, plot holes that are open are able to fit into the reasoning that I have in the background. So there's an underlying thing going on. I am so oh, high also, scared. I, you. I am so can, scared. What? Can I just can I just build on this real quick? And and sure. this this kind of ties into the fact that I don't listen at all and I have no idea what's going on. Egg. <laughs> oh yeah, these guys have no idea about the egg, and we haven't reached that point yet. Like I'm so confused. <laughs> like I've, I've, I like I, I feel like Kyle's like mostly forgotten about it at this point. But like, huh? <laughs> yeah, the egg thing has not appeared yet. I know exactly what's happening with that. Oh boy, y'all gonna be tripping. Surprise, Kyle! You're a dad. <laughs> Wild. Is this is this Q and A fun for us? For me, yeah. I I love answering. I wish I could go for longer. I wish like. Everyone's just bursting with questions because I love answering them. That's just me. This is why we need more people to join the Discord. So bring them in, drag them in here, send Discord links, spam them. Don't actually spam them, but like comment once a, a, a month about us. If you Yeah, bring you your friends in. into this if, if you think they'd like it or whatever. Waves shyly. Oh, also, like th th this Q&A and just recording episodes in general, like I this is definitely like part like this definitely stems from the fact that Honoru does all the heavy lifting. Heavy, 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 heavy lifting here. Um, 
But for me, it's literally just me hopping on a call with a couple of my buddies and just goofing around. Like, this is just fun. It's, it's, a, it's a nice little break from, you know, sitting around in my room doing nothing. Okay, Um, I think that wraps up all the questions that we have here. Uh, if your question was not answered, um, and uh, and it's because you sent it before uh, 4 o'clock EDT at September 12th or whatever. EDT, uh, let's go! Daylight savings yeah, time! I, I, I remembered, Ryan. I remembered in time. Whatever, you get the gist. Um, if, you, if you sent a question before then and just uh, send me a text or something, your question will still count for the entry uh, for the, the giveaway that's going on. Um, if you have a question after the fact and just want to send it to me, you can. That's cool uh if it's a really good question about the arc which will start back up not this coming tuesday but the tuesday afterwards unless of course we split this into two episodes i don't know if we're doing that but uh um, if we split it in two we should still drop them at the same time in my opinion yeah i agree yeah probably but also a backlog of episodes will be great to have in about a couple weeks (laughs) oh yeah um yeah so so if if you've asked a question beforehand it counts towards it uh if you ask it afterwards it's still fine we'll still answer it it's not like we're rejecting you or anything like that um but uh i think with that being said i think that wraps everything up i have been your dm your pm your gm anaru himself and i've been mansoor just being me i'm not playing anyone and i've been muhammad i usually play kyle not this time and until next time Take care.